Hello and welcome to another episode of Monster Dear Monster, a monster exploration podcast where we take a look at monsters from their folkloric origins to their current pop culture incarnations. I'm your host for this episode, Cameron. I'm back. I've recovered from the internet abyss that apparently I was living in for a couple weeks. Uh, and I'm joined today by all three of my co-hosts. We've got Dave, Leonard, and Matthew. They're all here. Dave, how are you doing? I'm I'm doing. It's been a couple weeks, actually, <laughs> since, mm. since we had a bit of a snafu last time. But yeah. uh, on the plus side, that episode topic will reappear just mm-hmm. in some future time yeah yeah exactly leonard how are you going i'm good i've uh fully emptied my pee organ um <laughs> God. i haven't uh, filled it uh, i mean got all the quartz in it I, I, it's hard to pass those stones those quartz exactly, stones exactly, exactly that's why I said I've, I've managed to empty my PR <laughs> oh boy yeah and Matthew how are you doing I'm eating as much quartz as I can but it's not making me a better person um, you, you need to lie more oh alright yeah. that's it lying is what makes you a well, I don't know about a good person, but it makes you a person. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I suppose I'm, so. I'm, yeah, I'm doing great. Uh, I have completed my first playthrough of Lies of P. Uh, Leonard over here, Mr. Mr. Big Focus, has 100% of the game. Um, <laughs> yeah, shared that. But, uh, yeah, I, I, it's safe to say, in my opinion, this is the most fun I've had playing a game this year, which says a lot. Because this year started with the Dead Space and Resident Evil 4 remakes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's kind it, of yeah. wild how good this game is. I've really been having a great time with it. Uh, and, Leonard, I know you've ha- been uh, having a pretty wild ride yourself. I have. I, uh, As you mentioned, I 100%ed it. Uh, somehow managed to get the best ending my first playthrough mm-hmm. uh, than the normal <laughs> ending, and then the bad ending, which is yeah. really, really bad. Uh, that mm. We'll talk about that a couple of episodes down, but I mentioned in the chat uh, before we started recording that uh, the bad ending of this game uh, post-game is so depressing that I want to start another run, my, my <laughs> fourth run, in order to undo the state of the world after the bad <laughs> ending yeah we gotta get ready for that uh that dlc which has been confirmed game's been a big success they'll be doing some dlc 
I've oh. heard that they might have confirmed a sequel already as well. I'm not 100% on the Google translations of Korean website job postings applying to that, though, so I don't want to say that with 100% certainty. But uh, the game rules, so I hope they get I hope they get to do another one as well as a DLC expansion for this. Do we I just know what more. the development time on this thing was? Um, that's <laughs> a good question. I'd be interested to know. And then interested to see. Ye- two years yeah. ago? Yeah. Two years ago it was announced? Yeah. I think so. Um, so it, I'd be it interested is very to see, polished, yeah. but it is also a, a relatively of linear. Of this. Yeah, would be. Yeah. Would be amazing. Does Wikipedia know when they started developing it? <laughs> no, they only know when it came out. It was announced in May 2021. Yeah. Right. Hmm. So, it's, it, oh, the, the director said it was in development for about three years. There you go. Which is really uh-huh. fast. <laughs> yes. Yeah, it, it really is. <laughs> yeah, for a game with this level of, mm. of actual polish, um, <clears throat> yeah, that is a, a very, an exceptionally uh, game of this exce- uh, polish. Uh, new IP that is an exceptionally yeah. quick turnaround time. That that is actually way faster than I thought it would be. I mean, it's a good thing we've gotten used to games taking five or six years to develop, and so for most uh, studios, you see one, maybe two games a console generation. I wouldn't mind seeing these guys put out another one before the PS5 gets put to bed. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, so uh, last time on our Lives of P coverage, we covered up to the St. Frangelico Cathedral and Archbishop Andre? Andre? Andreas? Andreas. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was thinking of Eric yeah. Andre. Brain, right. <laughs> That's okay. I was like, Archbishop Sullivan? Wait, no. What if it was Calcus? <laughs> um. <laughs> yeah, uh, Archbishop Andreas. Uh, we we had taken a lift all the way up into the mountains, overseeing the city of Krat, and now we're going to cover uh, through the Path of the Pilgrim, the Malam District, Rosa Isabel Street, and the Opera House. Uh, so we're going to immediately take an elevator all the way down through the mountain. Yes. <laughs> uh, I I do love how this game plays with verticality. Uh, like it, it's a classic Souls thing again, where you look down and you can see the levels you have previously traversed. But looking from the cathedral down over Krat, it feels a lot clearer than say Dark Souls One, where in Anor Londo you can kind of make out the uh, the parish and Blight Town far below. Krat seems much more well defined, and then. We go down this teeny elevator into this twisted bramble of a zone, which is the path yeah. of the pilgrim. It's basically old Yarnum. <laughs> mm, yeah. It's really just old Yarnum. <laughs> mm. And this is the point where we begin interacting again with the Black Rabbit Brotherhood, who we very briefly saw uh, when we headed out onto Elysian Boulevard. Yes. Right near the start of the game. It was so fast, in fact, that I didn't actually see them in that sequence because I was distracted by the tram. Uh, <laughs> mm-hmm. But uh, they're just the... off to the like they're like little mm. running shadow. Yeah, they're, they're they're doing the little Sekiro run across the rooftops, grapple your way off screen kind of deal. Uh, but now we're going to start dealing with them a little more personally. 
because now we're trespassing in their territory. Yay. Uh, so yeah, the path of the pilgrim, uh, as far as I can tell is sort, we, we got into the cathedral the modern way, which is we went through the moonlight town and then took the, the sky rail up. Uh, the path of the pilgrim, I believe, is the old way where you would go through the base of the mountain and then take a pulleyed lift, essentially, up into the cathedral area. Uh, it's obviously been modernized and all that. Uh, so we're sort of going through this area almost backwards towards the Malam district, which is fun. Yes. Uh, yeah. And uh, it's all shacks, little, like, worn stone pathways and brush. And as we start exploring, Gemini explains that this is what Krat was. This is the village that Krat sprung up from uh, however many years ago when they first started becoming actually important. There was just this little seaside village called, uh, well, I think it was also called Krat, and now it's just the Malam district. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, this this is really old Yarnum. It's the abandoned remnant of the original settlement. You know, people still live here, but not anyone important, not anyone who can afford a puppet. Um, right. <laughs> and we almost immediately come across a little cemetery, I believe. Yes. Yeah. Mm. Uh, with a little little inscription on one of the graves and a mark of the Black Rabbit Brotherhood that we immediately nick because we have to. Uh, <laughs> yeah. And really interestingly to me there is a worn down stargazer here yes. which you you can walk up and interact with it uh there is a golden bird sitting on it when you first come here that flies off <laughs> uh you go over and it says you can't use this right now and everyone's pretty sure this is where the dlc will probably start yeah uh it, it because there's nothing yeah. else to do with it in new game new game plus or new game plus two so presumably that's what it's for. Uh which is cool. They they they've got this in mind. They know what they're doing. They're not just going to be sort of slapped in, which is nice. Uh and from there we start walking through the the the, the wilderness basically. Yes. Uh there are some infected dogs, there are some regular carcasses. And we pretty quickly come to my favorite reveal of an enemy because it was one I really didn't expect, which is the bear there traps. is a bear <laughs> carcass. There's a lot of bear <laughs> traps. You go, oh, they're putting bear traps out because it's like Resident Evil. They don't want people coming through here. It's like, no, there is just a bear. No, there's a, there's a bear. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there's the widest bear known to man. Uh, it's just huge. It's massive. Uh, it, it has the moveset of the big puppets with the wheels on their back. Yes. Mm-hmm. The ones that have such a hard time swing. like gauging yeah. one to block. I don't know what it is about the unarmed giant <laughs> combatant mm. model, but I'm just like, yeah. I don't know when that thing's going to hit me. Well, it's the... <laughs> and then you think it's... You backstep enough away, but no, wait, it jumps. <laughs> yeah. 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 Very unpredictable. Uh, yeah, this this enemy is awesome. <laughs> It's um yeah, they they sort of previewed a bit with there being like dog carcasses. Like it makes sense mm-hmm. that other animals could be infected as well, but you you just don't think about bears in in a game like this. Like Elden Ring had room bears, 
I don't think any Souls game before that, uh, whether by From or not, had had bears as an enemy. <laughs> <laughs> it's just it's just stylistically not what you'd expect, which is fun. Um, and you know, it it's an enemy you already sort of know how to fight, so it's not the hardest. But it, the surprise definitely got me. It took me a few tries. <laughs> it has a lot of HP as well. Yes. Yeah. It's it's, it's very thick. This bear. It's 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 a tanky bear. <laughs> Yeah. Um, this is also where we find the acidic crystal spear, which is really cool. Um, you you guys know me. I love poke moose set in a in a soul style game, and uh, it's another cool advanced weapon that I didn't really use because I was doing a technique build. <laughs> I I gave it a shot because that's my entire build is advanced. Mm. Yes. Yeah. It's not. I, I think if you had had it like grossly leveled up, it might be effective, but not mm. on the handle it's on. That handle it says it's a spear, but like a short like it's spear. It's kind of yeah, a, like a short spear. Yeah, mm. very short. There, so there's there's no reach on it at all. Maybe you guys could help me out with the mm. um the the pokemon of all of this um mm. what is acid strong against cuz it seems like the carcass enemies use decay is that yeah, not acid that that's acid yeah. that's acid so, so the acid is, is weak not... to fire they're yeah. weak to fire okay the puppets are weak to uh, unarmored puppets are weak to electricity mm-hmm. armored puppets are weak to acid acid okay all right. So I thought I was like not, having to save yeah. acid for like the stalkers only, and I'm like, why would it I use a weapon that's only? Yeah. yeah, that would but work yeah, against it, people. It, but... um, if if a puppet has an extra lining over like the bare puppet body, I think acid is better than electricity. Okay, is the idea. And then there are some puppets which are specifically armored or just straight up made out of only metal, and acid is really good against them. Gotcha. Good to know. Yeah, acid's good against most things. Like you can just mm. chuck a lot of it at stuff, and they they stop attacking you. Mm. Yeah, yeah. J- just like in real life, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right? <laughs> throwing throwing acid at something <laughs> typically solves seriously the effective. <laughs> uh, a little yeah. less effective is Pikachu the, um, used car battery. It arm. was super effective. Mm. It's it's too like. It's very short, short range. Ranged. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, it's, I, I didn't find much of a use for it. I think once you upgrade it, it can, like, you can aim it a little bit more. Because mm. it, just, it just does a swat, like a spray of acid in mess. front of you. Yeah. But it lays on the, it, it just sits on the ground. So you have to have someone standing in that puddle. Mm-hmm. But it's not like a, yeah. it's, it's an arc. And it, it's the, the damage over time is too slow, and mm. nothing's gonna stand like you can't stand in front of that puddle and like wait for something to like yeah the yeah. Acid. yeah it's not a status yeah that gets proc like that yeah no yeah so I don't really see much of a use for that one yeah it's a little it's a little iffy there, some yeah. people out there are making great use of it I'm sure but there are oh, also yeah. people out perfect carrying every attack. From the boss and beating the game in under an hour. So, yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> that the spear it like it seemed to work pretty well um i later picked up a handle that i think would be more of a, a mm. better fit for it than the, the one it comes with yeah there there are some great long spear handles later in the game like perfect perfect for the long poke play style yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh, and, uh, you sort of progress through here. There are lots of bear traps. There's lots of those curved hidden path stuff going on where the path sort of switches back in on itself to get you an extra item or whatever. I just really appreciate that you can get that exploring sense feeling while still being relatively directed and linear. Yes. Uh, you, you don't waste a lot of time getting lost, but it feels like you're thoroughly going through it even if it is does end up being mostly a straight path um there there are also carcasses mm. just hanging out in trees yeah yeah they're just they're just waiting for something to do uh (laughs) uh, and eventually you'll come to the the tomb slums which is a great (laughs) name for a place to live uh it's sort of this (laughs) ramshackle wooden village ish um, there is... Listen, this is how we keep the rents low, right? This every is how we keep while, rent low. Yeah, you name it yeah. the tomb slums, and every once in a while you just, you know, shoot a couple <laughs> bullets into the ground so everybody hears yeah. gunshots and yeah, you, the rents you low. See, this is what you gotta do. You see do. someone put up a full rent sign and you immediately just let a few carcasses out into the street to make sure no one wants to apply. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, there, there are little touches, like this is a lived-in area, there's, there's a washing line. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which yeah, little details. Like people do live here, just not right now. What with all the plague and the public frenzy. There's uh, an outhouse. Yeah, mm-hmm. the the first toilet in a Souls like. I think. <laughs> I mean, Blight Town and the gutter. So yeah. no, no, Blight Town and the gutter are the end of a of a sewage system. They are not themselves <laughs> the mechanism for getting stuff into that system. That big hole in Majula wasn't difference. just one huge toilet. Alright. All right. <laughs> and they all have to go at the same time. <laughs> yep. Yep. <laughs> uh, uh and you do a little bit of you do a little bit of rooftop running. You fall through a few holes. Uh and you eventually get a lift which brings you all the way up through these ramshackle buildings up the side of a cliff back to the only stargazer of this area. Yes. Mm-hmm. Which was really fun, actually. There's there's a little shack next to it, which just keeps being important for, for this kind of loop back. Again, they they, they got the, the loop around on itself, shortcuts matter, feeling right, while having much smaller and contained levels than Dark Souls. Mm-hmm. It's really, it's really good how that works out like that. <laughs> like yeah, the, the, the whole thing is a straight part of it. Yeah, the straight shot but, of it is yeah. just so well done. Um, I yeah. was stupid and didn't find this elevator until oh, I had no. gone up against this mini boss like four <laughs> or five times. Oh and I'm like, my god, there's gotta be a faster way to do this. That's a run, man. Here. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so uh, when I found it, I was very happy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I had that same problem. I, I, well, I saw it, and then or I, I saw the the entry into it, mm. but I, I didn't recognize what it was. I was like, oh, it's like, kind of like a pit, and I don't know if that mm-hmm. goes down. I'm going to go over back this way, and then whoops. <laughs> yeah. I've been doing that stupid thing, because like, this is a fairly linear game. Yeah. Mm. You know. 
and but I've been doing that thing. It's like ah, I shouldn't go that way until I discover the end of this path first, and <laughs> mm. and it's always the shortcut back, and I'm always screwing myself. <laughs> I gotta really learn to not do that. Yeah, like not to spoil, there is like literally one optional area in this entire game, and it tells you when you unlock it. <laughs> Great. Everything else is just progress or a shortcut. There's no. That, that's a real game for dummies like me. I love up. it. It's really good. <laughs> yeah, well, it is nice that you can recognize um, the shortcuts usually because they're kind of mm. signposted gates that you can only, they're like one-way gates. Mm. And you now, can look, usually you go, okay, I bet gate. that that's probably yeah. <laughs> the shortcut or there's a ladder yeah. that you can't quite reach. Yeah, yeah. You, you say it's a one-way mm-hmm. gate, but what if I were to touch the wrong side of it just one more time? Perhaps it would yeah. open. <laughs> every single time I see one of these, I know I can't open it from this side, and I still go up and I get my little fingers zapped. <laughs> <laughs> well, you can see, like, the little, uh, the, mm. the mechanism shocking right mechanism yeah. is, like, sticking out on one side. And, yeah. and also, and also the lock <laughs> is broken and has a spring sticking out of it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, Which like, he's got little puppet shocking. arms. He could just stick right through the bars and push the button on the other side. I, I like... have I've seen P, like, tear down a door five times yeah surely he could just bend a bar (laughs) he rips the doors off safes like oh that's my favorite animation in the whole game it's like oh do i have to find a safe code and he immediately just grabs the door and wrenches half the safe off my okay we're strong don't let him shake your hand (laughs) yeah (laughs) hey hey what if i tell told you the wildest thing about the Mm. the door lock shock thing which is he always touches it with his robot arm yeah just touch just touch it with your human hand no don't touch it with your soft hand like that's yeah you're you're no i think i think it's i think it's specifically well i guess he is a puppet but like yeah not like he's not like the other puppets Mm. Look, I-, I watched Megan last weekend, and I started getting feelings about how uh, P looks. <laughs> like, is that just is that just a rubber face mask stretched over some horrible skull? <laughs> oh, I mean, the, the it answer is. is is yes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. We, we the parade master. Well, and we'll also discover it by the end of this episode that the answer is in fact yes. Oh, I know, but it's still so bad. <laughs> I was because in my head I was like he's just uh, he's just a Sekiro he's got a puppet arm and my brain was like this is absolutely a real boy look how Timothy Chalamet he looked <laughs> um, <laughs> and then I watched Megan and my, part of my brain was like oh, you can't trust that face no never <laughs> the cheeks are too dimpled too soft <laughs> oh man um but yeah you you unlock this shortcut hopefully before the next thing happens which is you walk out towards a big wooden gate and it explodes as uh an enormous carcass with like a spread antler rat head like a big moose antler yeah. head uh wielding an axe made of the same antlers springs yes. forward and proceeds to beat you into the dirt, uh, in my case, for about 45 minutes. Oh my god, this guy. He gets <laughs> that so guy... much freaking airtime. Like, he just, like, oh, jumps man. and hangs in the air. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so hard to time any any parries on this guy. Yeah. Uh, I found circling around to his left while he was doing the multiple strikes was okay at dodging. 
but then that meant I wasn't depleting his stagger meter. <laughs> mm-hmm. And yeah, this was rough. I was using the uh the fire axe head on the booster glaive handle at this point a lot. And the charge attack is great, but it takes that like five frames too long. <laughs> yep. Oh yeah. I was I I could get him staggered like I was using the great sword at this mm. you know at this point and um the stagger like the white bar was there ready to go mm. yeah and then one of the ads from the area that I was oh, not paying God. attention to would oh, just toddle no. up behind me and spank my butt <laughs> and I'd be like yeah. oh great thanks and then the stagger <laughs> bar would go away and it just like oh, god damn it it just kept happening oh, there's like one lady yeah she is, like, she drops down from the bridge right when you. Yeah, um, come off of yeah. the elevator. Mm-hmm. And then there's but another one. But if you didn't one... open the elevator, then you you yeah. forget about it. There's another yeah. one uh above the house where the fighting couple is that there's like a little yeah. note about them. And she's mm. just hanging from a beam and she falls yep. if you get like within like 10 feet of her. Yeah. And yeah, that's the <laughs> one that always got me cuz it would be me backing up and then she'd just fall on me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Thanks. Yeah. Thanks so much. <laughs> yeah. Uh, this fight is where I discovered the power of the shot put uh, and the ability to safely stagger from like 40 feet away is the most useful thing in the entire game. <laughs> I haven't thrown any consumables yet. I got to get on that tip. I gotta you got to get on that. that. Yeah. Not only I... is it effective, it is fun. I just yes. have such bad too good to use syndrome, but I, I need to get over that. It's that a lead pie, Matt. Just throw it. Yep. <laughs> Remember, anything thrown by the arm of a puppet is a weapon. Yeah, yeah. They they weren't kidding when they said that. Uh, that that pipe goes so straight. I think it might go like a kilometer before it hits the ground. <laughs> Just like a linear rail cannon with a pipe in it. Yeah. I I mean that we we did mention that um last episode, but I really appreciate. It's, it's annoying, of course, when it's the enemies chucking stuff at you yeah. from across the level yeah. but you yeah. can do the same thing so yes. mm. the the i can hold i think i think i hold like 60 i can hold a lot of the little saw yeah. blades yeah and Dang. they're really effective yeah like the other stuff's better but i can just chuck a billion of these uh and they're they're good for knocking enemies off of perches yes mm. oh they great so it's yeah. it's like the little stones from mm-hmm. bloodborne I think you have yeah. a couple mm. Yeah, yeah. Um, but in this, uh, you can actually kill things with like four through three or four hits. Not bad. Yeah, I, I use my strength. my <laughs> my patented method of running away from the enemy from where the enemy came from, uh, and hoping that I could run far enough that it would break uh, its lock on tracking, <laughs> uh, which it does. It does pretty uh, quickly, yeah. and they just yes. turn around and saunter back, and you can backstab them. Yep, and I just yep, just yep. just butt pokes <laughs> till he was dead, and I was like, ah, problem solved. My yeah. coward, my ca- my puppet cowardice wins out again. The most human of traits. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, yeah, I, I got to do like a big heavy weapon playthrough because I've been watching people do those, and the most satisfying thing in the world to me is when you charge the heavy attack and you hear the of the springs like oh my god. So like, good. I didn't get any of that. I was using a light weapon the entire game, so my charge attacks were like. <laughs> out, well, you get you get the frames. satisfaction of the visceral attack that sounds like a drill going off because it's That's like true. Yeah. yeah, it's like spinning <laughs> up or something. But yeah, yeah, that that kicking and then when it's the fatal blow, 
um, and mm. it blows up whatever you're hitting. Oh my god, nothing better. Yes, nothing better. Yeah, <laughs> I will say the downside though is the the char. The time of the charge, it's like the charge is bad, but just the general swings on the heavy weapons is so slow. Yeah, you really gotta I, like time them out. Yeah, if if something's if more than one thing is coming at you and they're they're staggered at you, it's yep. difficult. Yeah, but at least you like can hit the... like it. It does have a good arc on most of the big weapons, where you can hit multiple mm. things. Yep, but you can also yeah. hit the wall, and that's probably. Yeah. I, I think that's my least favorite thing is just <laughs> the hit detection on the walls, which is it's nice that it's there, just yeah. not for you. Right. The thing well, is, because most enemies like... don't bang off the wall, just you do. Yeah, right, but yeah. otherwise, you know, you'd only pick a weapon with, like, a really wide arc, and then just, mm. that's it. That's all you're going to use, because it covers all the distance you'd ever need to cover. It kind of, like, yeah. you play tactically. But this is, like, where the um, the weapon system shines. Like, yeah. that, that big wind-up and whatever, uh, I know that that's coming because I use heavy weapons, but with that fire mm. axe handle, I do a jump before yeah. I land the attack. Yeah. Right. And so I can start charging when I'm in a safe area. And with the P organ upgraded, that I take less damage and don't get staggered when I'm charging a heavy attack. Mm. It's just one, two, three, and I can just be landing heavies all the time, and it's great. Yeah, I think that that loadout, the changing up, that would make a big difference. There's, there's times where it's like, man, if I could have just like not been staggered when I was charging this, it'd be fine. Yep. But yeah. it's knocking me out of my animation, and I'm like, well, now I'm dead. Mm. Yeah. doing that They're... and then the ability to close distance is like i just i can't say enough positive stuff about the being able to change the move set on something mm, without yes. changing your damage oh it just it's yeah. so good it's real cool yeah um, <laughs> there is also there is also a p organ um upgrade um not like like major upgrade but like one of the you know perk upgrades uh, that reduces the stagger time uh, when you hit the wall. Mm. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty cool. <laughs> Very handy. Yeah. Um, but yeah, anyway, you fight this jackass for a bit uh, until you eventually push through. Uh, or you, or you or, could run past. <laughs> or you run past, but he's following you. And then... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> then you end up like a monster train with like five things running at you. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Until you get to the end of the path and then realize, wait, there's more, and yep. still try to run, and you only had <laughs> one HP the whole time. Uh, <laughs> it was bad. Classic Scooby Doo. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah. You come. You come to a big stone bridge. Uh, running over a river. There's a lot of carcasses hanging onto this bridge, <laughs> and there's some goodies under it too. There's yeah, some yeah. goodies under it, which is appreciated. Um, again, just nice and easy to loop around a little bit, find a few goodies, and then get back to what you were doing, which is pretty cool. Uh, and then you, you come to an opening area and the Black Rabbit Brotherhood starts talking to you because you're on their turf. And, uh, you know, coming up next, the intruder gets his just desserts or whatever, and they open a portcullis and the biggest goddamn carcass you've ever seen just walks yeah, out. Boy. <laughs> yeah. The big guy. Uh like a big again, split open antlery head. But this feels more like triceratops than a bear. It looks like a, a giga bear or something. 
Yeah. Um, this guy has a really fun moveset. I like all the rush charges that you can either sidestep dodge or you can parry and get shoved back with the cool like slide along the ground. Mm-hmm. Yeah, by the end of this Lots fight, of he had pushed me to the other end of the bridge. Yeah. Uh, it was great. <laughs> That's I had great. just, like, finally topped off the axe guy. I was, like, at, mm. like, uh, my last pulse charge, so I was having to do that thing where you recharge it by fighting people. Yeah. And I was just like, whatever. Like, I, I just want to get through this next area. And then they send this huge brute at me, and mm. uh, uh, surprisingly, like, super weak to, to great weapon stuff so i could flatten him pretty easily but yeah um he does push you around a lot if you let him yeah uh i personally would stand by a wall and wait for him to charge because when he Mm. charges into a wall he bangs off of it yeah it's great (laughs) which is fantastic attention to detail yes throwing an enemy right into a wall yeah (laughs) yeah get get one of the outfits with the little capes just go for it. <laughs> yes, perfect. <laughs> uh, and after this, you're sort of going through a broken down, crumbled old fort, and we get to the spot where I looked at the spot and I went, "Okay, can can you copyright a room layout because this is just <laughs> the collapsed workshop tower from Bloodborne?" Yep. <laughs> uh, yeah, you're you're, you're wrong, at the top man. of a big cylindrical tower and you've got to parkour down a bunch of platforms and planks to get to the bottom. <laughs> I kept I kept looking out for a hidden door that would lead me to Hotel Krat. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Is there like hidden stuff in here other than I think there's like ergo and stuff like that, like little I items don't here and there. Believe there is. Uh, there was just a couple items. No, um, yeah, no paths or anything. All right, uh, yeah, no uh, secrets. Uh, but not on your first run because uh, mm. they litter a bunch of stuff. Uh, mainly uh, upgraded amulets on your subsequent runs and That's put them cool. in areas that they did like in the alchemist boxes mm. uh, in areas where they didn't exist in previous runs. That's super cool. Mm. Yes. That's awesome. I like that. Uh, and that gets you to the next stargazer and we've gone through the path of the pilgrim and into the Malum district proper. And you know this place sucks because you immediately see a red lobster. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, it was the weirdest moment of cognitive dissonance for me because I walked up the Stargazer and I repaired and I looked up and there's a big plastic lobster hang off the wall. And then in like Comic Sans Type 5, there's the red lobster in. I'm like, what? What just happened? <laughs> hmm. Yeah, Where which is from I? the book. It is from Although the I book. I don't, I don't but... think it's lobster, but it's like a... it's the red crayfish. Yeah. in in the book. Yeah, <laughs> big difference. Um... <laughs> yeah, one's got them cheddar bay biscuits. <sighs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, and yeah, and you get to start going through the Malum district, which is like uh, it, it it is like that bit in Yanum. Uh, where you go down through the through the tower and you come into those really tight alleyways. It mm-hmm. again, it, it, again, it's just like that. It's a bunch yes. of really tight alleyways, but you're not alone. You've got <laughs> friends. Mm-hmm. Well, acquaintances. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you run into fox and cat again here, and they're very surprised that you made it out of Vanini Works alive. Uh, but they say, "Hey, 
the Black Rabbit Brotherhood are terrorizing the residents, and they've got some good stuff. So how about we work together to go beat them up and then take their stuff? And you go, well, I'm just trying to get through here, but sure. And they follow along, and they do zero damage, but they do minorly distract enemies. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> and they make fun of you the entire time. Yep. Oh, man, Cat is such a little dick in this bit. They really are. Like, uh, and then when you come back, if you die and come back through this area, um, mm. because you're gonna, um, yes. <laughs> uh, Gemini mentions like, you know, where were you guys? Like, mm. <laughs> where did you go? Yeah. For me personally, because I am familiar with Pinocchio, I told them to kick rocks. Uh, when they offered the partnership because i'm like i i'm just like i would kill you now if i had (laughs) the ability to but i guess telling you to fuck off is all i get to do right yeah one day uh yeah so you head through these broken down buildings these tight alleyways there's just an absolute ton of carcasses everywhere they're most they're mostly the small human type. There's a few dogs. Every now and again, you run into a weirder one. Uh, a personal favorite is woman holding jar of wax. Oh, I thought it was like a milk jug. Oh, oh, that's way worse. Oh, I hate that. <laughs> yeah, I think it, I think it's actually a milk jug, and Just, that's, I don't that's want the expired milk. milk all over my body. That is what, <laughs> that is, what ha- that is. That is what happened. That is what's happening to you during that. No, time. Yeah. I thought it was a jar of wax. I was having Dark Souls three flashbacks. <laughs> I thought I, it was oil or something. Like, like it was like if you got caught on fire, it would be worse or something. Yeah, no, no he's milk. Just throwing gross gross milk at you it just looks yep. gross you with a gross <laughs> milk container oh God, man i, I gotta get just shakes yeah 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 that's awful so i, I guess that. i've made that enemy significantly worse for everyone i'm never gonna fight that enemy again <laughs> so i i got a tip for you um my grandfather uh mm. he uh, owned owned a farm and his brother owned a dairy uh, so yeah. they moved milk around quite a bit, and uh, he had a he had a car that he was transporting milk in once, and uh, spilled a ton of oh. it, ton oh. of it. And uh, every summer, that car smelled like horrible cheese. It was <laughs> yeah. the worst smell ever. And yeah. he, he finally ended up selling the car. And we asked him, "How the hell did you sell that thing?" And he goes, "Oh, you sell it in the wintertime. <laughs> so, so if your puppet ever is... gets milk on it, yeah. sell it when it's cold. It won't be smelling like cheese." The real question is now. Now that my pee has become a real boy, does he still smell like cheese? <laughs> <laughs> I've beaten the game. I'm real boy Only in the summer. Up. Does he just have bo in the yeah. summer? <laughs> Only in the summer. Yeah. God, it stinks like only oh. a real teenager could. Yeah, I mean that. Yeah, that's how you know he's a real boy. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, we also get a tire. Uh, get a flyer for La Blavie, the greatest wine in the world, in this area. Uh, which will pay off eventually. A little while sure. from now. That's cool. Little world, little world building. We got some cool wine somewhere. Uh, and at this point, uh, you've headed through quite a bit of the district, and Cat's tired. Black Cat is tired. He needs to take a breather. He can't walk anymore. He's going to sit here and ignore the rest of the Malin district 
and his sister couldn't possibly leave him, so Fox and Cat leave the party right at the boss door, <laughs> effectively. Y- yes, essentially. Yeah. <laughs> uh. <laughs> Uh, yeah. Well, not even a boss door. It, it's once no, the like, zone starts getting difficult. Yeah, it's stop. like halfway through. <laughs> yeah, it's been uh, because, pretty much a yeah. cakewalk. Uh, yeah, from this yeah. point. Yeah. And then the next zone is another Bloodborne area because you walk in, it's a big square, like literally a square open space with yep. a bonfire in the middle. <laughs> yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, with, I think. It's not got a puppet strapped to it, but they have the Black Rabbit Brotherhood emblem, like, set yes. up and burning. <laughs> and it's cool as shit. <laughs> yeah. It, it's a cool spot. Yeah. yeah. Uh, all, and there is, all the yeah. cotton runoff that is the Black Rabbit Brotherhood sure has yeah. their branding <laughs> on point. <laughs> they know. Yeah. Um, this, this is the zone inhabited by a carcass I've decided to call Knuckles the Echidna. Yes. Because uh, he sure, spins fair. and he's yep. got spikes. Um, <laughs> I hate this guy. He's terrible. Yeah. I think yeah. I need to go back and beat I think he's just wandering around in there still. Not only that, <laughs> when you kill him, he comes back. He's not like yeah. one of those ones that oh, stays okay. dead. Yeah. yeah um, when, you, there's another him. instance of this guy later in the arcade. But, um, yeah. I, Wait, I don't you, like him. You've, you've encountered him more than once because in all my playthroughs, he's just stayed dead. Oh, oh yeah, no, he, he comes be back to me. I don't know. Oh, oh man, oh, <laughs> you've no. got the secret. You've got the secret hard version of the game. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh no. Um, there's also a bunch of the uncomfortably pregnant-looking decay-throwing people up in the rafters in this area. Yep. Yes. So while you're fighting him, you're also just getting splattered with goo. Uh, <laughs> my solution was get up there first, kill all of them, throw everything in my inventory at Knuckles. And then see if I can get a drop attack on him. Right. <laughs> Took a while. Took a few attempts. Um, you can also find the uh, the bone cutting blade, bone cutting saw. Yeah. Yeah. The donkey yeah, weapon. it's up on the. It's like the first thing you can grab up top. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It, yeah. It's the mad donkey's weapon. I yes. wish I could use it as fast as he did. Um, <laughs> but. This thing is just like got some like big air resistance or something. Yet. <laughs> I don't yeah. Know. Apparently the handle is not very good, but the blade is great. The blade is, is great. what I've heard. Yep. Uh, mostly just because it's so long. It's got mm-hmm. ridiculous reach. As long as you're in an open area, it's great. But mm. yeah, that problem yeah. that Dave was talking about earlier about <laughs> cracking into stuff. Yeah, as soon as you're I, I... inside, uh, which is pretty much like the next most of this area, um, yeah. you're running into stuff. I Matt, wonder how it would do on the baton handle. That might be nice, actually. Yeah. Matt, it it doesn't work as well for for P because he does not demand the truth and he does not feel bad for his comrades. Yeah, <laughs> that's it. Yeah, exactly. He needs that motivation. <laughs> uh, just put on the old, put on the gear. You'll you'll feel the rage. <laughs> yeah. Um. But yeah, you you beat this area. You go through some more twisting alleyways. And you meet my favorite character again, Dalakino, King of the Riddles, on the phone. Lucky caller. Mm-hmm. Ask you another terrible riddle that I can't remember. <laughs> uh, I believe the answer to this one was candle. Candle. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I he couldn't just, get this the... one to like work, so I just had to. I kept going back to the very first phone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, weird. Hey, if it works, it works. 
yeah, yeah I, it was just like there's no tone or whatever and it didn't let me oh. use it <laughs> it's weird if you'd like to make a call <laughs> please hang up and try again yeah every time mm. i cleared an area then i just went back to that phone and it worked yeah. yeah, the the that that quest. I think they probably fixed that quest uh, in in that patch because it was also a little scuffed for me as well. Yeah, mm-hmm. fair enough. Uh, I think of Riddle's yeah. telling like Riddle of the Sphinx level riddles. Just yeah, then they're, they're not everyone riddles. knows. Yeah, but yeah. Look. Arlecchino might be my favorite character in the whole game, having beaten the game, but we'll talk <laughs> about that in an episode or two. Yes. Um, <laughs> yeah. When he gets fleshed out, maybe a little bit. <laughs> uh, yeah, fleshed out. Um, <laughs> that's funny. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, you continue through the zone, you unlock a shortcut through the Red Lobster Inn, which is fun. Um, mm-hmm. and as part of unlocking a shortcut through the Red Lobster Inn, you find the most important trader in the game. He'll, <laughs> he's the black, he's the black market trader. He'll talk to you if you give him the smiling bunny mark you stole yes. off a grave. Yep. Uh, and he sells infinite shot puts. Oh, good to know. <laughs> yep. So, yeah, buy those <laughs> is my tip. <laughs> yeah, you can't hold that many of them, but you can Put them in storage. Them. Is this yeah. is this a sport that like was very popular in crot shot putting or are I these guess. like I I don't know <laughs> I know that there's a n- note somewhere um hmm. in the game that uh describes oh no it's uh it's tied to one of the amulets uh hmm. it's the stamina am- amulet and it's like well uh a puppet maker entered a puppet into a uh like a a race it didn't win hmm. any medals but it tried so i guess they also had like puppets <laughs> uh puppet olympics puppet, yeah <laughs> oh man i i just imagine that the shop put the like the ball bearings from the puppet of the futures <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> that would make sense yeah, yeah. Um. Yeah. There's a, there's a lot of shot puts out there in crop for whatever reason. I'm just happy they're there because they are always <laughs> useful. <laughs> Fun fact: If you're doing uh, if you're doing uh, nothing but the truth uh, playthrough, when he asks you mm. if you're actually a member of the uh, Black Rabbit Brotherhood, um, uh, telling the truth doesn't lock you out, but he asks you for a bribe before he opens the store. Ah. <laughs> uh, so I, I don't even have. But hey. Yeah, I didn't have whatever he was asking for that mark, <laughs> so it just made me pay for it. I was like, okay, yep. okay. yeah. Fair also, enough. if uh, after you clear this next boss, if you go back to him, he's just like, well, I guess I don't work for them anymore. So <laughs> yep. buy whatever you want, and you don't have to pay the yeah. bribe. <laughs> oh, that's cool. oh, that's that's fun. But then you can't yeah. buy shop books early. <laughs> True. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. Uh. So you've unlocked a bunch of shortcuts, you've unlocked the best trader in the game, you've unlocked the Red Lobster Inn, you exit out through the back, and Fox and Cat have gotten in front of you and are up on a little, like, crossing between two buildings. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> and uh, then they just make fun of you for believing that they would have helped you fight the Black Rabbit Brotherhood and say, yes. no, go do it yourself, idiot. Uh <laughs> <laughs> um, before we get to the Black Rabbit Brotherhood, I want to yeah. talk about my favorite gross, gross guy. Yes. Which, 
the I know which one <laughs> the bisected giant tongue man yeah <laughs> with Pokey lady death strike claws yeah yeah what <laughs> up with that <laughs> those things are like telephone poles coming out of his hands they entire body <laughs> yeah the reach is ridiculous yeah it's yeah, a it's great design of another one that should be gone when you kill its instance like yeah oh no that guy that guy comes back and it annoys he comes me back yeah <laughs> Um, yeah, great moveset as well, because he just sort of lumbers towards you like, oh, I'm safe, and he does his red telegraph move from, like, half the room where you're like, it's fine. And these two sharpened bamboo stake-looking things just shoot out of his hands, like, literally 20 or 30 feet. Mm -hmm. yeah. Poke, 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 and you're like, okay, I'm not safe. <laughs> I don't uh, like this wild ride. <laughs> I also like his second, uh, um... Fury attack where he it just mm. runs at you and you're yeah. like, all right, he's gonna tucker himself out and then <laughs> nope. he keeps going. Nope. <laughs> <sighs> no getting tired for this member of society. <laughs> yeah. I I think that's what I'm really enjoying about even though there aren't as many enemies as there are in like a Souls like, you know, like Dark Souls has like mm. thousands of weird fucked up little guys that all do different things. Yeah. But every single one of these new whatevers subverts your expectation for what they're going to do. <clears throat> and so every time you see a new one, it's not like, oh, I've met a type of this. This is probably just an escalation yeah. of that. It's like, no, this thing has like a secret whatever that's just going to wreck you. And <laughs> you just need to just be on like tenterhooks until you can figure out what it is. And it, it just it makes every new encounter a lot of fun. Yeah, it's it's really great. There there is a surprising depth of enemy variety in this game. Yes. Mm -hmm. Like the the basic carcasses and puppets will keep showing up through the whole game, whatever. Every zone seems to add at least one new enemy type. Most of them add three or four. It's kind of wild. Yeah. <laughs> like different states of decay or different states of like assemblage for the puppets or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, and you can kind of tell how difficult they're going to be. Like uh, earlier, before that um, axe wielding carcass, yeah. Um, in one of those little village sections, there's one carcass that's like, like the next ascended level from being just human. Mm. He's like a little taller and a little bigger and a little stronger. Yeah, and mm. it takes more to take him down. And I'm like, oh, all right. So I need to be on the lookout for like them looking a little bit more, you know, fortified or whatever. And, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Love the little tweaks. It's great. Um, yeah. Uh, so yeah, fox and cat make fun of you for thinking they'd actually help you. You step into the boss arena, which is it's just a big circular space in between in between some buildings, and we get uh we get the cutscene, which confirms for me that whoever led the design team had a favorite, and it was this group. Yes. Uh, it's, it's Black <laughs> yeah. Rabbit Brotherhood. They're all posed around an open coffin with a liar scrolled in white paint on the interior to say, get in the box. Yeah, all of a sudden you're in an anime <laughs> opening. It's yeah. just, yes. It's insane. There's like this pre-established group of like like rowdy teens or whatever. You're <laughs> like, wait, yeah. am I supposed to know who you are? <laughs> yeah. It really feels like you're meant to, which is fun. They're like in-world established. They feel congruent with everything. Yeah. Uh, 
yeah, they're, they're four stalkers. You have uh, the guy in the traditional rabbit gas mask with a red bandana, and a uh, he has a he has a puppet string. Um, yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, like just strapped onto his gauntlet. And uh, he also have... has a puppet hand a yes. clasp for his yeah. red scarf. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, great details. Uh, uh there is my favorite, which is Buckethead Rabbit yes. with a spear. Mm-hmm. Uh, I believe he's called the Eccentric. And he's really great. Uh I just love I just love that he's a rabbit because he's got two little straps hanging down either side of the uh helmet. <laughs> so he's still in theme. <laughs> Uh, there is the youngest who had moments ago said, "Wow, this puppet's a looker, isn't he?" Yep. Uh, the yep. the one character to acknowledge how hot Timothy Chalamet puppet is, uh, <laughs> <laughs> and has like a rabbit half mask, so nose up, uh, and, and it's just and, just bloodborne hunter dress, and and <laughs> and a jaunty little like actual weird real world uh, goth chick little top hat. Yeah, slightly yeah. askew. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> and then the there is the eldest, who is Guts. <laughs> yeah, it just got to. Yeah. It, it, yeah. It's, what it's what if Guts had a puppet mask, <laughs> uh, a, a, a rabbit mask? Which is funny <laughs> because it's a gas mask, so I always read it as a pig whenever I yeah. see it. Yeah, it really does. It doesn't make it. sense. Um, technically, this boss fight is named Eldest of the Black Rabbit Brotherhood because there's only one health bar. But what mm-hmm. this is, is this is a gank fight, and it's a pretty decent one. It's a lot better than some of FromSoft's gank fights. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> so Simply because you, yeah, you like start with the eldest. Yeah, yeah, it's the eldest. That That's who you have to deal with. And yeah. I was about five or six in before I read the title card that you just mentioned, and I was like, mm. oh, okay, I, I see where I need to focus. <laughs> yeah, I need to beat the one guy. Uh, and the other members come in as his health decreases. Yes. So you you can take them on essentially two at a time if you would like, or you can just try and burn down the eldest and dodge four different NPCs attacking you at once. Yep. Which gets really wild, but it was a lot of fun, actually. Yeah, that was my strategy. Yeah. Um, I, I always think back to uh, Crown of the Sunken King and the the three tomb robbers gank fight and that. That was mm-hmm. awful. I was a heavy build in Dark Souls 2. I was running around through these little tunnels being chased by Havel and a couple other guys. That wasn't that wasn't this fun. This one you're dodging, you're ducking, uh you are doing lots of parries. Uh yeah. it's all fun except for the youngest's move where she kick flips you into the air and you just sort of hang there for a second and go, oh come <sighs> on. <laughs> She is, yeah. So that one is uh, a hard counter to that is the puppet string. Yeah. Um, yeah. And she is one of the only, uh, other than the oldest, which, uh, you know, mm. big boys, you can't puppet string. Um, yeah. Uh, but when you grab her with it, she immediately does a backflip and gets out of your range. So yeah. you can't follow up, which is really frustrating, but it does break her combo. And that's yeah. that's how I ended up finishing this fight. I just, every time. I focused on Big Boy. Uh, she would come and start annoying me. I'd see that that kick about to start. I would stagger her, and then I would just go back to focusing. And then, mm. then pandemonium yeah. breaks out around you. But yeah, yeah, like the puppet string. I know there's lots of arm options, and everyone uses all of them. The puppet string feels mandatory for me. It's just yeah. so good. Like just the disruption of knocking an enemy off balance for half a second. 
mm-hmm. before we even get into like the fully upgraded move where you zoom in and attack on Titan, leap up, <laughs> and slam into a boss. <laughs> All the other ones feel like they're conditional. Um, mm, yes. Maybe except the cannon, maybe. The, can- um, the cannon is just free damage if you get to it's space. free damage, yeah. yeah, but I, I just feel like the time that it takes to use just... Uh, it, it just never worked for me. But that yeah. string, it's quick. That string is so good. Easy, yeah. I just, I really like the string. Uh, the only so, one I use consistently. <laughs> um, so I gave this fight, like, five shots. And I would, because, uh, hey, guess what? Uh, in the first run of this game, I was not good at pairing and didn't like it mm. and was yeah. constantly irritated with it. And I was like, I, there's no way that I'm going to be able to finish this fight if I have to, like, use the mechanic that I don't particularly like and I'm not good at, mm-hmm. no matter how much I seem to try and train for it. Uh, so I, uh, just loaded my, uh, side pouch which i hadn't used up until this point with a bunch of throw consumables uh started Mm. the fight uh (laughs) chucked all of them at the eldest brother and finished the fight (laughs) in like 30 seconds dang it works it's awesome (laughs) it's it's amazing that like that's a viable strategy and you know if you're just like you know what if you're not feeling it or whatever just do that and you know there's no like I don't know. I feel like in a lot of from games they make it so the the cheese strat is almost like nigh impossible to do with consumables yeah. and stuff. Yeah. But this is just like no, they're there for if you're having a hard time and we mm. like you to play the rest of the game. So go right. Yeah. Forward. And I, I yeah. think that's great. Yeah, I mean, it's really expensive, good. but yeah, even because I have the reduced um, vendor perk, but it, mm. it, they're still expensive. Mm-hmm. Yeah, is that how you got through this boss, Dave? Almost every boss. <laughs> <laughs> if it works, like, it ain't broken. Oh, the thing yeah. is, e- even it, doing man. that on a lot of the other bosses, their 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 HP pools are so big, it mm-hmm. doesn't like it, it's just it's a good start. Like yeah. it'll get them to maybe half life. Yeah, yeah. or and and, yeah. and at least it's yeah. it's proking like four status things so they're, yeah. they're they'll start yeah, they're, they're, they're burning yeah they're like they're slowed down they're like their life's draining slowly but it's it's damage over time mm. it's enough for me to get the rest of the hits in mm-hmm. yeah because i i i'm i i'm still have 12 uh vigor or vitality or whatever it is and yeah so like yeah. two hits from almost anything kills me yeah gotta be careful I'm, but I'm still there. I'm still chugging along. Mm, it works. Uh, yeah, this boss was where the game really started clicking for me in terms of like the the parry and dodge split. And so, this boss took me a while. <laughs> <laughs> I think it took me about twelve attempts, including like breaks to think about what was happening, to watch mm-hmm. some YouTube videos, and let my fingers rest. But once I beat this boss, the only other boss in the game that took me anywhere near as long is one of the hardest bosses in any Souls game I've played. <laughs> uh, she She's up there with Artorias. She's a great fight, but she's tough. Um, this is the point where I finally got into the flow of, like, 
parry, regular block, dodge, which of these three options is the best for which situation. Mm-hmm. And I think part of that was I decided not to fight the other rabbits, and I was using a weapon without a ton of damage, so I was just continually wearing down the elders in between parrying like five attacks at once. <laughs> it was terrible, but it was so good when it was done. Uh, it's a lot of fun. Uh, one of the better gank fights out there. Not the best gank fight out there, uh, but we might talk about that another time. Um, <laughs> uh, eventually, you manage to cut down the eldest of the Black, Ru- Brotherhood, Black Rabbit Brotherhood. Mouthful. Um, and they immediately pop down a smoke bomb, say, You'll pay for this puppet of Geppetto? Uh, and <laughs> sprint off into the night. Uh, yeah. taking their brother's corpse and his big guts of sword with him. <laughs> I wanted that sword so bad. I wanted that sword so bad. It's such I'm a like, cool sword. It's it just really bummed of a dragon slayer. Uh, it bummed me <laughs> out that you could never get you couldn't get any of their masks as well. Yeah, oh, the mask would have been great. Maybe in the DLC. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe. Yeah. If they can entwinkify the puppet more after the demo, <laughs> they can add the masks to the DLC. <laughs> Um, yeah, cool fight. You get a, you get a stargazer and they have their base of operations just behind here, which has a few lore notes. Very importantly, it has in a side room portrait of a boy, which when you pick it up, Gemini goes, why do they have a painting of you? Yep. (laughs) Oh, yeah. It's a painting. It's a portrait of a boy who looks a lot like P. Um, how mysterious, how strange. Uh, not as mysterious and as strange <laughs> as what happens next because you take mm. an elevator and where does that elevator take you? So this elevator goes up a really long way um, and you come into this little room. It's like an armory. There's rifles on the wall which, hello, where's my rifle spear uh, <laughs> as, a, as a weapon? I would like that, please. But uh, you see Janjo again, the, the cringing pharmacist. Definitely not now. <laughs> the cringy. It, Cringy, definitely. Cringy. He's there. He's got that pale blue hair, that skin that's starting to waste away from the petrification disease. Like, I found the gold coin tree fruits, but but I can't touch it. The tree burns me when I get close to it. You're a puppet. Maybe you can pick them. And you walk, and there is a tree that is just a lady. Yep. Yeah. The tree looks like a lady. Mm-hmm. Um, just like Aerosmith in... saying about. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just tree like they prophesied. Like <laughs> Um, <clears throat> this tree grows fruit in the shape of gold coins, including yep. a little stamped out bit in the middle, which is great. Yeah. Uh, you pick a bunch of it. You can give Janjo some to get more uses for your uh, wish cube. And then you, you're like, Hey, I'm in a garden, like built into a building. And you take a look at a secret door swings down and you're back in hotel crowd. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Mind freak, welcome back to where you began. Um, yeah, one of those it, instances of like, yeah, man, I wish people would just like be honest <laughs> about like what's going on, open up the you things that would me. help me. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> like this would have been oh man, like, yeah, <laughs> all the time we could have saved if you had just opened this for me, you freaking old lady. Um, most people have reason. no ideas about the secrets in Hotel Kratz. There's a lot. And it would have been really helpful 
post-patch as well. I came here right before the patch, and all the gold coin tree does is give you gold coin fruit. Yes. Now, after the patch, the gold coin tree lets you fully respec your character yep. for the cost of the fruit. Uh, there is a spot later in the game that is the intended place to do this, but they've added that functionality to the tree rather than let you get access to respec like two-thirds of the way through the game, which I respect. Hey. Oh, did it? Like, <laughs> Good I, to as know. far as I could tell, it, it, it opened that once I accessed the other thing. Oh, really? Yeah. Hmm. Interesting. I think it's uh, retroactive. Like, I think if, once you do the other one, it, it links to the gold coin tree. I'll, I'll check which makes sense. sense. I haven't opened up respecking yet, and I'll, I'll verify that. And, and, yeah. and, and fun fact, the, the, the later respecking option just becomes available immediately in New Game Plus. Oh, nice. Yeah, oh, yeah. Cool. You can teleport yeah. there right away. So you can yeah. just change your build right away. That, that's great. Also, it's one of the hardest looking rooms in it any is. game. I love the, mm-hmm. love the aesthetic of that space. Looking forward yeah. to talking about that next episode. Um, <laughs> uh, but yeah, we're back in the hotel. And, uh, look, things are being a little crazy. We've managed to find the gold coin tree. We've swept through the Malum district. We've cleared out the cathedral. People aren't happy to hear that the archbishop and all his friends have turned into monsters. Or that monsters exist. Really? Uh, but, you know, we got to deal with this. We've shut down puppet production. But the problem is, Krat had like a two-to-one puppet-to-person ratio before the puppet frenzy started. So there's just still puppets everywhere. If we could maybe shut down what's controlling them, maybe the puppets would calm down and we wouldn't need to like constantly defend against waves of puppets just beating on the hotel doors all the time, I guess. Um, kind, kind of wish that was like a diegetic thing. Like every now and again, you just hear puppets beating on the doors or whatever. That yeah. would be, that'd be cool. Uh, so you've been instructed to go Take down the King of Puppets in Rosa, Rosa Isabel Street. Yep. The, 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 this arch villain <laughs> that Geppetto now just decided to tell you about. Yeah, My son, like, you've uh... done so well, but uh, actually there was a problem all along. You couldn't have fixed this just by saving the factory. <laughs> yeah. It seems like something that could have been mentioned earlier or we would have known about earlier. Uh, well, I, I think a king. Vanini says he's he, he has tracing like the the yeah. radio or the, the waves that are controlling the puppets yeah. to yeah. Um, somewhere down Rosie Isabella Street. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And I think there's like a, a pamphlet that talks about the King of Puppets somewhere earlier, maybe. Just like a single couple of lines. But it's not... You don't hear a lot about it until suddenly it becomes clear he's the problem here, according mm-hmm. to yeah. everyone instructing you. Uh, and you know, you know the way to Rosa Isabel Street because it's in the hotel. It's been locked because that place is too dangerous. So just keep the door locked and it's fine. Um, but here's the key, Pinocchio. Off you go. Have fun. Have fun storming the opera house. Um, <laughs> and we get to go off to a brand new area and more brand new enemy types. Yes. Hooray. <laughs> Now is surprise this the point? puppets? Yeah, puppets. It, woohoo! Puppets um, in the art district. Oh my god, uh, puppets that have been like made for specific military purposes. Which yeah, yes, military um, puppets. Uh, is this the point where we find that Antonia is sick? 
after the tree is revealed? Or is that a little later? I think it's a little later. I think it is a little All later. Right. All right. Yeah. So, yeah, we go to the Rose Isabella Street, and I, yeah, I don't know what I thought it was going to look like. I mean, it, it is just a street. Yeah. Like the Hong Kong cobbled, cobblestone street, like the ones we've been going through. Um, but it is the, um, like, entertainment district. Like, high, high, not, not just entertainment, but it's the, um, like, higher society district. Yes. It's richer. Yes. Yeah. So it, it looks more refined than um, Elysium Street. Which which had been like further degraded because it was a quarantine zone. Mm-hmm. Yes. And this one is more like, well, it's it looks nice, but it's also on fire. <laughs> yeah, yep. Yeah. There's just a little bit of fire. Yeah. It's a little bit of fire. I, it's still the high street. It still leads up to like the highest point in the city. Um, but you know. <laughs> there's a couple there's a little inferno going on. Um yeah. We find another NPC kind of right uh, off the bat, um, just around a, a corner um, from the uh, Stargazer that you unlock. Yes. And old woman at window. Yes. Old woman at window. Everyone's favorite. Um, and she, she <laughs> like, she's looking for that one specific, like the, the greatest wine in the world. Right. Or just a drink, really. She's just like, every, it's, there's a lot of problems going on outside. There, you may have heard of uh, problems with the puppets, and you know, an old lady could use a drink. If you can help me out, that would be great. Yep, just a little tipple. Yeah, right? just, I just really a little bit. Tipple, I love it. I do as well. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so that eventually brings back the 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 reference of the wine that we saw the flyer for earlier. Yes. In Malum yeah. district. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, um, yeah, you, you go down, you're going down the streets and the, the puppets here are, some of them are kind of on guard and some of them are like trying to get into the houses. Yes. Which is a little bit more than they were doing in, in before. Yeah. But that gives you space to kind of like have them separate. You're not really getting ganged up um, on the main street. Yeah, and they are the basic butler. They're like they've got a little. They're they're a little tankier, a little healthier. Mm. But they are mm-hmm. just the basic butler puppets that we've seen right so now, yeah. far. Yeah, yeah, they have because, the candelabra or whatever. Because they're saving all the new super weirdo puppets <laughs> for one specific building. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. Yeah, I mean like it, the the domestic help puppets are like already weird and whatever. But like yeah, mm. when we get to that one building, it's like what what is going on in this place? Uh I mean it's I mean we're basically there. We're introduced to mm. yeah. the maid puppet which is also a chimney sweep apparently. Sure. Yeah. Why not? Multi-purpose. Listen, if she does Windows too, she's hired. <laughs> yeah. Who who has like a little side knife for no mm-hmm. apparent reason? 
Well, what if the what if the chef puppet has to take a break? Yeah, that's you know, fair. Just maintenance. Yeah. She's got to be able to chop potatoes with the best of them. <laughs> um, she's fun. She's got a creepy rictus grin. Uh, mm. uh, like, uh, and I think it's honestly like the first puppet that because like the male butler puppets are kind of just like you know straight face but she is always smiling mm-hmm. um yeah. so uh she's creepy uh and then you round the cup corner <laughs> and 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 harley quinn jumps through the window. <laughs> oh my god yeah uh the the circus puppets are here we have the parade master and multiple zones and hours later we finally have more parade style puppets <laughs> So yep. the the question I I'm wondering now is are these new puppets made by the factory post frenzy that have been militarized or could these acrobat puppets just like overheat and blow up all the time <laughs> I I I think specifically like these acrobat puppets I mean it still has the strength of a puppet but I think mm. the idea is literally like they don't have any kind of like weaponry so they can only self destruct I, I suppose <laughs> yeah they got those thin little limbs meant for using the trapeze Rather than yeah. beating someone to death with a candlestick, I honestly, I honestly like when I first when I encountered the first one, I was like, "Oh well." I I remembered little cutouts from in from the parade master. Is she gonna mm. use like some kind of like you know uh, like twirling, flailing like oh, whip yeah, kind of sticks? Alt- yeah, mobile, <laughs> yeah, kind of thing. But no, she just rips her chest open, throws herself at you, and explodes. Yeah, hot. Um. Yeah, uh, this building is full of weird puppets. Because isn't this building also the one where we have uh, y- you you have been deadened by the loss of your child? Have this crawling puppet. Yeah, um, the baby the baby puppets are, are. Yeah, yeah. There, there's yeah. one, and you're like, oh, there's one. Oh, there's a safe behind it, and then like six drop from the ceiling. It's 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 literally the it's literally the introduction of the the baby necromorph from Dead Space. That's what I was yeah. thinking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was literally about to say, yeah, <laughs> yeah. It, it's wild how creepy these are, and it's wild how much that is. It just the Dead Space moment of. <laughs> Because it's facing away from you and just rocking back and forth mm-hmm. a little as it stares yep. at the safe, and you walk over and the head just rotates round, and then the boxes next to it explode as a bunch more crawl out. You're like, oh god, yeah. okay, it's coming out of everywhere. <laughs> and and well, yeah, well, they're a little bigger than a, like a baby. Yeah, like their heads this. are too big. Yeah, yeah, and, and, and crazy durable, like way more durable than any baby I've ever met. <laughs> right. <laughs> They they followed the rule of crawling enemies in this game, which is if it doesn't have legs, it is fifty percent stronger than the average puppet. Yes, <laughs> uh, and the craziest thing about these baby puppets is that, like, they're designed to be the most grotesque. They have the most mm. grotesque facial features of literally any puppet in the game. They're honestly, horrible. and I'm just like, all right, this is like some. Uh, conjuring Blumhouse nonsense, <laughs> mm-hmm. where we got to make the the baby Annabelle. doll look super, yeah, look super creepy. Is it this what just... we brought back to that lady? <laughs> no, <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah, I <laughs> guess it's baby. 
<laughs> just shove it through the window. The window doesn't open. You have to sort of bend the frame to fit the giant head through. <laughs> you just got to angle it right, beautiful? like a couch yeah. through a doorway. What if? What if it's like a real baby, and the baby puppet's head is soft and flexible? <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Sorry. You hit it with the heat gun for a minute, so it can deform, so you can just like you know get it to where you need baby it to go. It's fine. Doll. It's fine. Yeah, it's yeah. the it's the, it's the good guys factory from Child's Play too. <laughs> oh God! Uh, except for now, it just puts out baby oopsies. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> now with real fontanelle. <laughs> yeah, this is your child safety doll. Before you're allowed to have a real kid, you got to spend a week with the puppet. If you smash it or put fingers in an electrical socket, you're out. Yeah, if it frenzies and kills no all one, you and all your pets, no one will take that class. Spend a week with no. the puppet. <laughs> we don't know why birth rates are dropping precipitously. It must be the mandatory spend a week with the puppet class. Well, no, it's because everyone's marrying the maid puppet man. Oh boy, yeah. we're gonna get to him. Yeah, we're going to get to Julian eventually. Oh, boy. Um, there was an article about him, like, near the start of the game. It's like, this guy's gone crazy. He married a puppet. His he family are suing. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, we get the maid puppets. Uh, and then we get down to the street level. Um, I like traversing this building because you can go down the scaffolding outside or go down the stairs through the interior. Either way, you get out into the street. I should try that. Yeah. Yeah, cool. um, you get out to the street and uh, it's bad out on these streets. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so we've we've had a bunch of puppets designed for civilian life and entertainment. What if I told you there was a puppet in a beautiful navy blue French uniform wielding the most accurate musket known to man <laughs> with yep. a bayonet? Yeah. What if your rifleman could sidestep dodge and reload in under five seconds? Could you imagine that French military of the late 1800s? <laughs> Things would have been really different in the 40s. <laughs> oh god. What World War 1 but instead of cavalry charging into machine guns, it's cavalry charging into puppet artillery. Yeah. <laughs> oh god. But we had we had these military uniformed guys earlier but they had sabers. Yeah. Um mm, now they have before. guns. Yeah, now they have guns. Now <laughs> now they they're not using the sidearm anymore. They're using the real arm. Um, yeah, them in these annoying, goddamn like oh. unicycle like now you see yeah. it, now you don't they they like pull something out of their hat throw a bomb at you. They're, the, the, these guys are my favorite. Um, they, they're very funny. They look, but they're the, very annoying. Their heads <laughs> look like Jafar. Um, mm-hmm. They look like Jafar from Aladdin. They're wearing top God. hats. They're they're um, bolted to the ground, but riding a unicycle. Um, mm. Uh, and I love it because it's paired with the gunman, and you think the gunman yeah. is the immediate threat. You've got to get rid of him, and this wacky little guy's like, Hoo-hoo! and then throws <laughs> three bombs at you. I must unlock you with my bombs. <laughs> and... Throw them so fast that overheat bar fills instantly. It's uh, so <laughs> fast. Yeah, he, he's my he's my favorite because he he's literally stuck there, and he's mm. just like, I'm just gonna be so annoying that mm-hmm. he'll. Yeah. Yeah. After I cleared like, this little cluster, like I, I don't think was it just like 
so happy. Me. I think it almost one shot me. The um the yeah. rifle though, they yeah, hurt. that was like ninety percent of my life if it hit me. Yeah, yeah, which means it hit dangerous. me because <laughs> you can't see it. Yeah, yeah. Clearing out like, these guys what is felt... sparking off the wall. Oh, yeah, those are real. Like, what is killing me? <laughs> yes. Uh, funny enough, you can in fact deflect their bullet shots. Oh, you yeah. can parry them. Yeah, yes. It's great. I assume that doesn't build up their stagger meter, but I would no. love if it did and the puppet gets freaked out at you just parrying so well <laughs> that it becomes staggerable. <laughs> How's it is happening, man? He's deflecting bullets. <laughs> yes, you're but yeah, that, that little have. zone is rough. Yeah, it, after it, clearing like, that little zone, every time man. I saw one of those unicycle guys, I, I just run up to him and beat him to a pulp before he could do anything. Yeah, like, they no go more first. of this. <laughs> Literally everything else takes lesser priority than the little puppet unicycle guy. Yeah. <laughs> Again, were they built like this for the grand exhibition to throw? I don't know, like tomatoes at children, like confetti. <laughs> confetti, yeah. Yeah. If they, they were throwing tomatoes, they would kill someone. <laughs> I, 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 I bet that they were jugglers. Mm. Oh, probably. Yeah, or little magicians or yeah. something. Uh, but now they're just you know, bomb turrets. Their jugglers and the end of the juggling sequence was they would throw all three balls as high as possible and they'd explode like little fireworks. Oh yeah, <laughs> and yeah, that's why actually, they have bombs. Yep. Actually, <laughs> you know what? I like that because that actually makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Came to me in a dream. Um. Yeah, th that little zone is real rough. Uh, be more thorough than I did. I missed a couple of items there. Saw them from a different angle. And had to go back after the enemies had respawned. <laughs> the most frustrating is that little cluster that's so hard to clear out. It respawns, mm. and you unlock a shortcut that is behind them. Yep, yep. That you think, oh, this will change the encounter. No, they'll stomp you twice no. as hard if they see you at all. Yeah. So yeah. <laughs> I oh, very frustrating. That shortcut once. <laughs> yeah, you can't run through it. The riflemen are too accurate. You just can't run mm. past them. You have to yeah. take care of them. Which that's means why... you're standing still long enough for a bomb to hit you in the side of the head. Mm -hmm. that, that's, <laughs> that's, this, is exclusive, this is why I exclusively use nothing but the puppet train, because I yep. just angle mm -hmm. myself just behind the gate, pull one yeah. of the riflemen. Yoink. Yeah. Yep. Pull one, smash. Pull one, smash. Yeah, that's what you gotta do. Mm. Yeah. And then right. with the trace on the puppet string, you can close the distance between you and the bomb throwers. Yes, really easily, and, and, so good. And, and also just be able to hook onto them and dodge the bombs as well. Yeah. <laughs> um. Then yeah. we encounter the most terrifying mini boss in the game. Oh God! White woman. <laughs> sorry. I'm, <laughs> I'm, I really sorry. like the setup for this one. It is very funny. You're good. Uh, You're really good. good there. Don't worry. Really she was terrifying. <laughs> Those attack strings went on forever. Yeah, doesn't let up. Um, the intro for this is great because it's like it's like a street theater. They have a they have a little um coliseum style ring set up with yeah, the stage. Yeah, great. And there's a puppet with just a zillion knives sticking out of it. And you walk up, you have a look at it, and she just from the top ring lands on it, yeah. smashes it, and uh, begins stabbing you. Yeah, yeah, she's just hanging out, listening to the music. Um, she is the younger sister of the most famous opera singer in the city. Yes. Uh, the Red Lady. And she seems to be conflicted about this. 
Um, she's a stalker, so she's killing puppets, but also she's got a, she's got a lot going on family life, you know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, oh. she's a rapier user. Uh, she is fast. Her dodges so are fast. super sick. She mm-hmm. <laughs> pirouettes away. <laughs> um, mm. um, yeah, she is having a rough time of it. Uh, if you manage to effectively break her weapon, she is donezo. Um, yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, she is also uh, very difficult to backstab if you're yep. going the wrong direction. <laughs> She's slippery. Just turns mm-hmm. on a dime. And oh, then she also has a parry. Dad. She also uses mm. the, the rapier parry as well. Yeah. Yeah, she yeah. does. She's great. <laughs> yeah. Like, you, you, you know, the 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 um the adage in a FromSoft game is the humanoid enemies are the best fights, but you get bored of them eventually. There's not a ton of humanoid enemy fights in this, and this is one of the best ones just because there's an actual open space to use. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. I, I yeah. think back to the first Survivor fight against Mouse, where you're in this yeah. tiny room oh God. Yeah. with a desk taking up half the space. Like, I can't swing my sword. I can't dodge properly, get caught in a corner. This is the exact right size arena for a fast, equal sized boss to sort of come to life in. Mm-hmm. And the, those those stab strings are so fast. Mm-hmm. It's terrifying. Yeah. They're great. This Wish was, my rapier worked like that. This was <laughs> actually the the first uh first instance where I actually started to get like a handle on the deflections because it was mm. we were doing a rapier versus rapier and i was like come on mm. come on because you you you've got my moves you can you can mm. parry you can perfect parry me you got everything let's just try to and because like her strings are long but like she doesn't have a lot of moves and they're all stabs like mm-hmm. it was just a matter of me finally like getting the timing because i understood mm. how her attacks work because they were so similar to mine. Yeah. Yeah. Thinking, I just kept shocking her. Shocking talking works amazingly well. Uh, it's just like a quick little zap. Baton. If you, if you just, <laughs> yeah. Oh, I was using the Fulminus, and if you tap shock, oh my God. Um, it, it does break a lot of combos, and it builds up pretty quick. I like it a lot. I'm, I'm thinking back to, like, playing Bloodborne and the mm. fights against Hunters that you know they're yeah. like you know just field bosses and whatever um mm-hmm. and how kind of all the same a lot of them were like yeah they all had different uh like guns and stuff that you'd have to deal with range or like whatever but yeah i i feel like these the the stalkers <clears throat> here delineate themselves from each other much better um mm. and the fights are all unique and they don't feel like just sort of like Oh, here is a wireframe with a move set pasted on it, and here you yeah, go. Yeah, they all have very unique animations and movements and attack mm. strings, and yeah, and they all talk, and they all talk. Is, is, an, talk is a, a big lot. thing. Yeah, a, a lot of a lot of NPC fights in a, in a from Soft Souls game, they you get the lore on them from their gear when you beat them, mm-hmm. and from what they look like and what area they're in. They don't usually talk to you for the entire fight without repeating a line of dialogue. Yeah. Um she she's got a lot of lines. She yeah, goes she does. through. She talks, a, she talks a lot. Yeah. 
And it's the same for the other ones. Like, Mouse keeps talking about, you know, how he should have fought to begin with. He misses his brother Leo, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, the Mad Donkey just keeps going on about how he should have killed Geppetto quicker. Yep. <laughs> and how he was totally right the whole time. Um, <laughs> like, they, they give you context and information through dialogue because... I mean, honestly, if I was in that in their situation, I would also be talking shit to the puppet about to kill me. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's really nice to have that punch of dialogue. And again, like um, you you can do a more straightforward and more clear story in a Souls mechanics game. It does it doesn't all have to be item descriptions and mystery. There's plenty of that in this as well. But you know, tell your story, use dialogue. It's yes. great. Yeah. Uh yeah. and you get a really cool mask when you beat her. <laughs> and a really cool outfit. <laughs> mm. Yeah, like the, the the pigeon mask or the dove mask, whatever it is. It looks great. It's like it's like a little opera style masked ball half mask. So you get mm-hmm. the little you get the little Chalamet pout and chin <laughs> coming out underneath. <laughs> um <laughs> uh from here you can sort of just scoop around a little and you come to the Rosa Isabel Street culvert and here is a mysterious gentleman. <laughs> yes. What a delightful gentleman. Um oh, this, Julian. this is this is Julian the gentleman. Uh there he was, looks like there was the a little... station master from Thomas the Tank Engine. Yes he does. Yep. There was a little lore snippet on him from a newspaper much earlier in the game about how puppets have become so normalized that some guy fell in love with one. And his family weren't very happy with him secretly marrying his puppet. Uh, this is he. This is Julian the Gentleman. Um, the twist in his quest is that he's a puppet fucker. But I recognized him because that, that had stood out in my memory. And he's, he's supposed like, I'm Julian. I'm like, you. You. You're that crazy guy. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, it's like, I got separated from my wife because of the fire. And early, early level, you can see a big fire blockading part of the street. Makes sense. She was wearing a black dress. I'm pretty sure she's dead. You go get her effects for me. And off you go on your merry way. Uh, through the sewers. Hooray! Yep. Yeah. Everyone loves a good sewer level. Uh, at, least, at least this is a short trip through the absurdly spacious sewer. And there's an explanation for an absurdly spacious sewer, because... You don't send people down to clean it anymore. You have these big puppets that go down there to clean. Yes. Yeah. So why wouldn't you have a big tunnel? All yeah, I did. Together. I did like the um, little skip back that it takes you back mm. in through the um, the amphitheater. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That was fun. I, I have the um, there was there's a bunch of been a few areas where I had the little cat ring. I was like, I think I can just drop down there that looks safe mm, yeah it's pretty great um there are yet more puppets without legs down here not a fan well Eddie, um, they're throwing like sewer water at you yeah yeah it's real and, gross and and also climbing <laughs> on the tops of pipes mm, yeah just hanging out what they were cleaning all over the place <laughs> uh um but this brings you up back into the streets eventually uh in so it's basically like a little river culvert 
nothing like there's no water flowing at the moment but it's obvious like were Kraut to receive heavy rain this would divert floodwaters out of the entertainment district down into the absurdly large sewers yeah it's a uh, and this is yeah yeah and this is the this is the street of the puppet maids there's so <laughs> yes. many maids it's ridiculous <laughs> Like, Puppet you know, maids you know, and suicide bomber clown girls. Uh, yeah, weirdest yeah. combo ever. Honestly, <laughs> it is. It is a is an interesting combo. Um, you, you know, it's the entertainment district. You got to have someone to make the mess and someone to clean the mess up. Yes, <laughs> I suppose. <laughs> yeah. Well, and then there's the powerful, like not wearing any skin or clothes puppets mm, yeah Ugh, man the, like the yeah. headless ballerina things or whatever yeah. why i don't know why those things are so strong and like can just combo you into oblivion they um, are the, mm. they are the angriest of the of the so lady mad. puppets honestly <laughs> yeah um yeah going going through this zone there's some puppet babies there's some angry puppets you will eventually find a puppet in a black dress slumped up against a wall, uh, and you can just get in there and pull the wedding ring right off that finger. Yep. Um, secret tool that will help us later. Yes. Uh, <laughs> you get a shortcut back to the Rosa Isabel Street entrance rather than back to the culvert here as well, which is pretty cool. Like, you've got multiple stargazers, but sometimes the shortcuts go back to a previous stargazer instead of your current one. It's kind of interesting. Um, and from there, of course, you can go give it to Julian, uh, who asks you whether or not you believe puppets and humans can fall in love. You can either say, I've seen no evidence of this, or your wife left a message behind that she loved you, yes. which is a lie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Cole's, Cole's collar of shirt. <laughs> Hello, grieving man. Yes, your puppet wife loved you so much, she wrote a message in her own puppet blood for yes. you. Here, have her wedding ring. And he That's goes, actually, you're a handsome young man. You have you the wedding, wedding ring. ring. I'm sure you can propose to someone with it. Yep. Mm. And my brain went, is this a bloodborne? Will I be able to use this wedding ring for anything, or am I just going to get rejected again? Um, <laughs> it does come up later. It does come up uh, later. It, yeah, it does. Yeah. <laughs> Julian Julian's weird side quest is like one of the most fascinating things because it like it it informs another side quest, and then mm. the context of the original side quest gets completely changed. It's really so late into the game and it's, it's really late fucking really wild <laughs> honestly oh like they they got good writing in this yes <laughs> they they know what they're doing um with the side quest things keep them simple keep them fun uh you continue on your merry way and find now look a puppet with a gun is pretty bad have you considered <laughs> giving a puppet a flamethrower <laughs> I mean, the citizens, the people uh, of Kraut clearly did. Like this could only improve the situation. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, so you find one of those military puppets just scorching a carriage. Classic yep. case <laughs> of technology outpacing the ability to pass laws about it. Uh, <laughs> you're so busy thinking whether or not you could give the puppet for flamethrowers that you didn't think whether or not you should give the puppet yes, flamethrowers. Exactly. <laughs> 
<laughs> and, um, and my yeah. favorite thing about this is that you think that the f- puppets with the flamethrower is are, are the like the worst part about this street, oh, no. but no no no, 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 no. I thought no, it was no, a no, boss. No. Yeah. And I was like, well, it, yeah, exactly. Like, no, it died um, immediately. Yeah, you, this is not good. Yeah. Yeah. You, you kill this one puppet with a flamethrower, turn around. And if you're me, get run over by a giant bowl of burning puppets. Yep. Um, <laughs> and you look up the street and there's three more puppets with flamethrowers and two of those unicycle puppets throwing bombs. And behind them all is the clown. Fucking clown. <laughs> I don't like the clown. Oh. Um, yeah. I was very I... fortunate with the clown. I managed to I I fought him three times, went okay. I just need to get all the items in his area, then I can fight him. Ran around behind him, found the stargazer behind him and lit that and then immediately died. Yep. Um mm-hmm. <laughs> made yep. that a lot easier. These flamethrower guys. Awful. On the way up, like mm. they they like flank each other. They they yep. cover yes. when one's not shooting. Well, because they have this really long reload animation. Yeah, um, and I just really like how they sync together and work together. Um, it made me never want to encounter them again. But, yeah, uh, but they're a it, unit. <laughs> yeah, it's a it's a cool little unit, and it's cool how the AI works with each other. Um, street's yeah. not hard to get up. Uh, when it's clown free. But when yes. that clown starts coming down, <laughs> man, oh man. <laughs> You've yeah. gone to clown town. It yeah. follows you. It follows you everywhere. It does not give up as far it as I can tell. It does give up it's if it gets stuck on a lamppost. It's <laughs> See, the, the thing about the clown is it has two movesets. It has the moveset where you're 30 feet away from it and it just throws its fist at you constantly. Yep. That's fine. I can perfect parry those literally all day long. And then if you step 29 feet away from it, it rolls up on you, throws itself through the air, does a triple barrel roll across the room, and then headbutts you to death. It moves so fast for something that big. <laughs> so Look, it's, it's not even that it's fast, it's that it's erratic, and it's, yeah. it's not the way you would think it would move given its shape. Yes. Uh, yeah. like this, this is Because this is not a clown puppet, this is a gorilla puppet in disguise mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. moving like a great ape it like knuckle walks around like it one sure of its does, big attacks yeah. it, it, it belly bashes you by using its arms as believers and just kicks forward uh, it is so hard to keep track of uh, yeah that has like uh, a increasing and then decreasing yep. timing it ramps up ramps up ramps up and then does a super fast hit and then waits a full second and a half for the last hit to come round you're yeah. like oh god come on <laughs> So, if, if and then after that having, last hit, yeah. it goes again. It goes again. Yeah, never stop. Anybody out there is having issues. I I was up against this. Was a wall. Like I was at the stargazer. Like I could have mm. just gone, but that's not. Yeah. No, that's uh, not how this works. Homie, don't play that. Um, going to kill this clown. Uh, and so <laughs> I I kept kiting him up into that area right before the opera house because big open space. I could mm. see his move. I could, you know, I was trying to figure it out, and I chipping away at him. Couldn't get his health. Then I switched to a blunt weapon and just flat the guy. He <laughs> oh, staggers really? so easily with a blunt weapon and takes oh, man. so much more damage with a blunt weapon that I it just it was instant. I was like, "What happened?" Like I can't believe there's that much of a difference in weapon type. Good to know. Yeah, 
save that in mind for New Game Plus. My 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 favorite thing about the Mad Clown Puppet is that every time it hits you, it actively laughs at you. It does. Oh, yeah. Yes. Oh, that's infuriating. I was <laughs> so, so 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 mad at it. <laughs> <laughs> like they knew. Like they knew. They absolutely knew. They knew that that people would hate this thing, and that they mm-hmm. that people would hate it even more if it did, in <laughs> fact, actively laugh at you when it yep. hit you. Yep. But again, a charge yeah. heavy to kill it with a, with a mm. pipe wrench, and it's like head and arms blast off. <laughs> Nothing yeah. better than that. Nothing better than that. I uh, like, yeah. I did, in fact, uh, give up on this one and said, I will take care of you later. Um, and <laughs> that was uh, later was when I finished this zone. I was like, you That's know fair. what? I I refuse. I refuse this premise. I will... I I I don't want to leave this thing here, but I will yeah. for my own sanity. This this, this mini boss was harder than eighty percent of the main bosses for me. Yep. Yeah, it was it's just a wild. lot of learning, and then even when you had it down, it could just like mix and match its stuff too quickly for me yeah. to like adapt to it. I was like it's too fluid. busy pulling yeah. myself off off the ground to dodge the next move. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I, I, I got it stuck on a post. Plus two refills. <laughs> and and Dave got it stuck on a post. Yeah. Well, yeah, wait, I, I, I messed the timing up and it hit me once and uh, I died. So then I yeah. left, filled up all my consumables, came back and just threw everything at it and it died. I'm like, okay. <laughs> I know yeah, how to the, play this the, game. The I just throw acid at everything. Stuff yeah, works. viable strat. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Six, six acid bottles will cure anything that ills you. <laughs> <laughs> I got six acid bottles, more than enough to kill anything that moves. <laughs> um, Dave's using moves that are banned by the Geneva Convention over here. I'll see you in the Hague, asshole. Bottles of acid. <laughs> el- el- electric prod. Yeah, none of, none of these things are kosher. No. Dave, uh, witnesses say they saw you whipping a clown with a steel chain. How do you please? <laughs> It worked. Didn't Get it, it coming. <laughs> what? <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, uh, this clown probably the single toughest mini boss in the game. I'm yeah, happy yes. saying that. Harder than most of the bosses. Very creepy. Also, like one of the highest fidelity models in the game. I think. <laughs> yep. Like this the, clown the was built is day one. Crisp. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This clown was built day one. He is crisp. He's refined. There, there is a like a wall of like art, probably for this clown. There, there's a programmer whose job was just clown. Uh, that's just what it says on his resume. Yeah, go <laughs> like, and just tweak the teeth to look perfectly slab-like. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> God, I hate this clown so much, and they know that you hate the clown. Uh, yeah. Later on, they show how much they know that you hate the clown. <laughs> the uh, only thing I wish it had was like you know those like um like those Sockham clowns where you punch them and it just comes right back mm. up. I wish yeah. it had an animation like that where if you just like oh uh, just it, rocks it, like, fell over and then rocked right back up on. Oh, its that'd be great. <laughs> <laughs> Don't give them ideas. That's going to be in the DLC. Um, <laughs> The you, C and DLC a, Matt, you mentioned clown. you mentioned you liked using the pipe wrench to make his head and arms fly off. Yeah. I don't think I've mentioned this. This game has like a randomized dismemberment system. If you yes. overkill 
bigger enemies, and it's mm-hmm. great. It is. Like, I used a lot of slashing weapons, uh, especially from this point in the game onwards. I was mostly using the fire axe or a boss weapon we'll be about to get. Um, I did a lot of decapitations. I pulled a lot of arms off. If you get a horizontal swipe, sometimes an enemy will just split in half. Uh, oh. With blunt weapons, things will just pop off. Yep. And it is it is like randomized. It's not set per enemy type. It's really cool, yeah, actually. Yeah, great. Um, I, I should say, it's not randomized except for that one boss move weapon I used on 90% of the mini-bosses going forward, where you <laughs> just cut their head off and kill them <laughs> immediately. Um, <laughs> Sometimes you gotta. Sometimes you gotta do it. Uh, yeah, so we beat the clown, or in Lennon's case, left the clown for, for a little bit. Yep. Uh, and you come to... Is this the Estella Opera House? Uh, Estrella, or, I think. Estrella. Yes. yes. It means star. Big surprise. Yeah, that'll do. Uh, <laughs> uh, this is probably the single most beautiful part of the game. Yes. And they they hired an architecture consultant on this. This thing is fantastic. Yes. yes. Uh, like from the exterior, this perfect like white marble edifice of that Belle Epoque style building. You know the arches, the peaks. Mm-hmm. It's it's gorgeous, and then you go inside, and everything is polished to a smooth sheen. <laughs> it's amazing. I was running this on mm. the PS4 Pro, mm. and uh, it was having a hard time in here. Uh, I bet it was. Yeah, every time you change your view, uh, there was like maybe a quarter of a second of render time for anything wow. in the background. Uh, so it was very weird and off-putting, uh, mm. and everything was like blurry than crisp, blurry than crisp. So it gave it a really ethereal quality. More like it already has an ethereal quality in here because be like the music yeah. is like operatic and everything's white and shiny and yeah. But um, <laughs> it was chugging a little bit. <laughs> I mean, look, if any area was going to chug, it was going to be this one. Yes, <laughs> honestly. Mm-hmm. I, I think you'll probably be fine for the rest of the game. I don't think anything has as many reflective surfaces. After it this. hasn't affected the <laughs> gameplay at all. It's just well, visual, great. which is just great. Visuals. It, I, it, wow. like, like, it doesn't drop frames. There's no juddering. There's no slowdown on animations. It's it's like the animations I, are prioritized over the graphics, which is great. I do not believe that this game does not drop frames on a PS4. <laughs> Holy <laughs> shit, that's ridiculous. Yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> They put their work in. Wow. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, you come into the opera house. It's gorgeous. Uh, they have a split double staircase at the entrance. It's pillars, red carpet rolled out. There is soft music. Uh, and then tramping down the stairs comes, what if a little girl was a ballerina, but also a puppet? Yep. Yeah. Uh, including, like, balding hair and leaking oil from the mouth and eyes. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, God, she, okay. She got some weird Barbie going on. She's all right. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> uh, again, having watched Megan, uh, <laughs> not so hot on this one. Um, but, she, you know, this puppet's not particularly tough. Seems fine. Yep. You walk upstairs, you go left, you go right. Guess what? It doesn't matter. This building is symmetrical, which I really appreciate. Mm-hmm. Uh, either way, you'll go left or you'll go right. You'll look around, pick something up. There'll be a couple more of these little girl puppets. 
but now they have golden strings shooting off into the ceiling, <laughs> and they're tougher, and they're much harder, and all their attacks do disruption, yeah, which is a new status effect. Again. <laughs> yep, it's frenzy time. It, it, it's it's uh, it's just death blight. It's, it's just yeah it, it's, yeah, yeah. Uh, and, any of those and and the one thing that I absolutely despise about this game is hey did you just die to a status effect well now we're gonna tell you what the status <laughs> effect does yeah mm. if it fills up you'll die <laughs> yep please please use this information to your benefit <laughs> yeah yeah I, it would have been really helpful video game to know the difference between shock and electric shock a little bit earlier <laughs> oh my god <laughs> So those are two very different status effects. One of them is fine to ignore. One of them mm-hmm. is not fine to ignore. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah. Uh, these girls are a little tougher. They do a little bit of disruption, but not a lot. And then you walk upstairs from whichever direction you went, and you see the roundest, shiniest, widest, most bodacious, budded spider woman you've ever seen. <laughs> Uh, Who built you know, this? T- the torso of a beautiful opera singer, the thorax of the most attractive spider you've ever seen, <laughs> all in like white ceramic with a little ruff and a big hairdo. Um, yeah, who made this? Because this is like a fetish material. Honestly, <laughs> I think it was suppo- it was made specifically for the production that was supposed to be going on here yeah. at the opera house oh, because it's like some fantasy like magic like mm. witch thing and i'm like all right well this is super weird ed but i guess i'll ex- i'll excuse it because this feels like it was specifically made for like a production a fantasy production yeah. <laughs> it like it fits thematically but also we can all acknowledge someone was really into this in the process of oh yeah it. oh yeah Oh, yeah, totally. I, Just I, like, God. Like, someone on the Foam Stars development team has a thing for Foam. <laughs> you know, someone someone building this game was really into the, into the Arachne woman yes. thing. Yeah. Especially because all eight of her legs are also, like, the highest, most arched high yeah. hills and mm-hmm. yeah. stiletto hills ever. Well, it matches again, the, the dresses of the time. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Match the dress of the time, yeah. Which had like that hoop. It was it was kind <laughs> yes. of like a hoop skirt, but it just like gave you like a big ass. Like <laughs> I, I, yeah. I, I wish I could remember the 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 type of dress that is. It has a very specific French name of that period. But like they made that into a thorax, like an mm. abdomen of a spider. And I'm like, that's what a great blend of style here. It is <laughs> a really great blend of styles. It's yeah, so horny. <laughs> so um, yes. And they're all they're all opera singers, and yeah. they go, uh, and they are singing in an ergo wavelength, as far as I can tell, with the yeah, intention of disrupting light. your own ergo. Yeah, this this golden radiant wave of sound that will just build that disruption meter right up to like the eighty five percent mark instantly. Yep. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um. My my. my my favorite trick is they do the little sing. They're like, oh, oh, it pauses for just long enough for you to start running in to try and hit them. And then just hits you with one little extra of extra ergo disruption. 
and that got me the first time. Got me so good. It's a real dumb move. Um, they're they're a very cool enemy. Uh, I I'm sorry. I I just found it. Um, the uh, style mm. of dress was um uh, robe volante. Um, robe volante. Yeah. Uh, and <laughs> colloquially known as the sack back gown. <laughs> <laughs> You're welcome. That way we get the in the sack terminology. Yeah. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> wow. That's cool though. Um Yeah. <laughs> again, wear wear your inspirations on your sleeve. Yeah. Uh or in this case your ass. Um <laughs> Yeah, you go you go through up to these these upper stair areas and then you go out into the side wings where there are patrolling puppets who again are part of the performance there in like it's again it's one of those big wheel puppets. The mm-hmm. big the big strong shouldered guys with a wheel on their back, but now they're done up in like a little tutu with little pointed shoes. Um they're adorable. They're clearly meant to be part of the dancing chorus or something. Um Yeah. <laughs> really cool stuff. Uh again, it's sort of a pain to fight, and there's more of these spiders. It it, uh, it, it bears so mentioning good. that it's more than just a reskin. <laughs> it's not just like yeah. the big dude oh, yeah. with like like Pagliacci makeup on or whatever. Like the no, move no, no. set is different. The speeds are different. It's uh, just the initial frame. The frame. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The the initial frame is the same, and it's so it's not just a palette swap happening here. Like like no, you, no, no. you have to approach these things differently. And I, it, I really it is like a that. different enemy type built yeah. off an understandable skeleton. Yeah, and they're mm-hmm. doing like Savate or something. Hmm. Yeah. They're not just like swinging their arms; it's like an actual. Combat. Yeah, they've got a style yeah. going. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, again, the game is the game is great. So many different enemy varieties. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, and eventually, you get to the point where you realize that this is an opera house, but it's also a tiny bit of Sen's fortress. <laughs> You're on a balcony. You look out, and there's just this narrow walkway over a pit. With a flaming chandelier swinging over, you're like, "Is that a boss door behind the flaming chandelier walkway?" I think like, Cameron's just admitting he's never been to an opera house before. I've been to many opera houses. I've never <laughs> seen the flaming chandelier walkway oh, before. Clearly, they want the expensive thing. Well, yeah, well, right? yeah. Well, to be fair, I, the, due to this bit of design, clearly the Phantom of the Opera is also a piece of media that exists in this universe yeah. as well. Yep. But there's an alternate version of this game where you fight the Phantom as a boss rather than the King of Puppets here, and I, I would like to see that honestly. He really rides cool. a mechanical chandelier around. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's, that's just their next adaptation. Right. Yep. Yeah. Honestly, I would think <laughs> that. Up, That'd be great. All, yeah. all, all public domain works will be integrated <laughs> into. <laughs> Um, uh, are we drawing near to the King of Puppets? We're getting near. Oh, okay. yeah. Yet. Uh, we have to meet the Red Lady first. Yes. <laughs> the Red Who I didn't meet, so I'm right. getting all this information secondhand. Uh, but, uh, there's a very easily missed door on this balcony overlooking the, uh, the flaming chandelier walkway. And if you walk through it, you'll find Adelina Cordelay. Uh, the the famed queen of the Estella Opera House, in her red dress, lounging with a croaky voice, bemoaning the loss of her sister, the White Lady, 
Uh, I don't think you can talk to her about that, despite the fact that you have the white lady's locket with a picture of Adelina in it. Yep. But you can feed this woman a juicy red apple. That mm. you bought, like, ten hours earlier. Yes. Yeah, right. <laughs> you bought that apple so long ago. And it's somehow unbruised, uh, mm. even though you've just gotten, like, your face pounded into the tarmac by a clown for an hour and a half. <laughs> this apple's fine. Yeah. Um, my my favorite thing about this is when you meet her, she is complaining because she was told by someone that this place mm. was safe and mentions riddles. Mm. Yes. Yeah. Alakino sent her here that it was said that it was safe, apparently. Yes. Uh, which, look, we know we shouldn't trust the strange man on the phone, right? Yeah, we're all, we're all there. No one immediately trusted Alakino. Some people Alakino. get sent to the hotel. Some people get sent to the factory. <laughs> some people get sent exactly. to the deadly opera house. Yeah. How disruptive would it be if in Bloodborne there was another NPC running through the game in reverse? And if they got to an NPC before you, they could send them somewhere else. Somewhere dangerous. <laughs> be like, isn't there meant to be a guy in this window who I can send to the chapel? It's like, nah, man. Uh, some dude already told me I could totally go to Yosefka's clinic, so I went there. Um, <laughs> now I'm uh, all blorby. <laughs> oh no, blorby. <laughs> Uh, but mm. yes, uh, Adelina, uh, when you give her the apple, uh, she it is apparently the best apple that has ever existed in the universe. Uh, her voice oh, yeah. actress, her voice acting in this is amazing. <laughs> um, I love it so much because, like, all the voice acting is is pretty good, and this isn't bad, but it is very over the top. Yeah, it puts her heart and soul into eating that apple. Yep, so, yeah, and I mean, then it, it and, kills her. <laughs> um, and oh well, mm, I think I don't think the apple kills her. Uh, but uh, we'll, we'll get to that. Um, but then she immediately confesses her crime of I ruined my sister's voice because I needed to be the star mm -hmm. because yeah. he gave me an apple. I'm like, wow doesn't take a lot does it no well, she's so been sitting like in a room ruminating for who knows how yeah. long she, she's like i'm slipping away will you hear my final confession i'm like look i'm a puppet not a priest but okay right. here's an apple <laughs> for your troubles yeah have, have this delightful apple tell me all about how you mutilated your sister's voice in order to remain queen of the opera house <laughs> Maybe the puppets were right to frenzy. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, but you know, you go through, um, you can fall down into the pit. Uh, yes. It has a trinity door down there in the dark, which is fun. Yep. Um, I don't think we can access this one yet, though. I think we have to go to the next area to get the key. Yeah. But that's a secret surprise for later. Uh, so yeah, you open a door, so it's an easy run, you go from the Stargazer through the entrance, straight across the flaming chandelier walkway, and you're at the boss, and we meet the King of the Puppets. Uh, uh, one second before oops, we get into this boss fight. Um, yeah. Adelina drops the fascination record. Yep. Mm. Yes. Um, which is just, as far as I can tell, a soundtrack. 
record. Mm. It's like about five minutes long uh, of just uh, just orchestration. Um, Yes. And this is when I found out because I I was like, this gonna why is this so long? Um, every time you listen to a record all the way through, Mm. your springs react. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Uh, at this point in the, in the game, I don't think my springs were reacting anymore. I yeah, moved yes. on to something else happening. Yes. Oh, wow. Uh, but yeah, <laughs> I, I was feeling warm at this point. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, Which is something a puppet should not be feeling. A no. woman talking about apples will do that. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Um, it is uh, also worth mentioning that this um, that song "Fascination" is just the uh, uh, non-lyric version of the essentially what is the main theme um, that was used in all of the marketing for okay. the game. Uh, but uh, hey, here's a fun looking forward to a fact: there are gold records that only appear in New Game Plus. Oh my god! Uh, and oh there god. is they put a, a lot into New Game Plus. They sure <laughs> did. Uh, and one of them is um, Fascination with the actual lyrics. Oh, so it is actually crazy. different as they are actually different as well. Wow. Did they produce like an actual <laughs> record of this soundtrack? The, I'd be very can. surprised if they didn't. They they should, I, and all of I this buy it. And yeah. <laughs> all of this was produced in house. Neo was really? yes. Whoa, produced the soundtrack. That's wild. It's amazing. <laughs> okay, yeah, it's I, I got to get a record like. player. I already got a few vinyls that I need to be playing. <laughs> I got to yeah. get a record player in. That's wild. I love that. Well, um, and, yeah. and as with the previous episode, um, portions of these will be in. Yeah, you hear them. Yes. Yeah, it's good music. Uh, I, I honestly sit in the hub and listen to Feel and Chaotic a lot. <laughs> They're just good songs. Mm-hmm. Um. So yeah, you cross the flaming chandelier hallway, go through the big obvious boss door, and uh, we get. A really important cutscene. <laughs> yes, really important, and also my favorite cutscene in the ge- in the entire game. It really, Honestly. really changed the way I felt about uh, Pinocchio, because <laughs> his reaction to this, like, you kind of really don't know what's going on right now, um, mm. and his reaction to the the king reaching out his hand uh, was not what i expected of him <laughs> yeah He's uh, so you, you get a little you get a little bit of mummery you get a stage play where uh, a puppet clearly representing geppetto uh pulls the heart out of another puppet before putting it into a different puppet mm-hmm. yes uh it's like are you are you mocking me this is like my father's a terrible murderer who's gonna pull your heart out like geppetto would never uh, and then this enormous king of puppets, this like monstrous mecha of a puppet with vacuum cleaner arms. Love the uh, arms; it's so good. This this enormous head with like a big noble face, a big golden crown with jewels, jumps down in front of you and tenderly reaches out a hand. Yep. Uh, mm-hmm. At which point, P just slaps that away. Slapped it, dude. Like. <laughs> He's obviously here to like parlay or treat or something. 
Yeah, and he's he just like, no, fight me. <laughs> this is an angry, angry boy. Uh, yeah. Dad said I had to take care of this problem. Dad yeah. said yeah. you're bad. <laughs> also, I don't appreciate the way you showed me puppet organs live on stage. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> or the way you adjusted your little crown. Uh, which oh, I love cute. that it that it is an individual piece and not welded to his head. Uh, mm-hmm, I yeah. love that. I love yeah, this design. Else be the king. This is this I love is so good. This this <laughs> boss design is like one of my favorite things ever. I I yeah. love the way it looks. I love the way that it's animated. Like it's mm. it's it's so perfect because you know what it feels like it feels like hey you know what we know this is pinocchio but let's do a little bit of the nutcracker just for just because we're in our house um yeah and i also love that uh it it, it can swivel its head around and its face just changes (laughs) when you're not looking at it because i'm like yeah i also love hexadecimal from reboot Uh, (laughs) yes 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 uh, yeah, and then the fight starts. Yeah, and it's a great fight as it well. It's a great fight. This is this is a really good boss, just in general. And like, part of why I like this game so much is it has a pretty decent consistently like consistency. Like, none of the bosses are outright awful. Some of them are quite frustrating. Looking at you, boss that we'll get to next week. <laughs> but um, most of them are good in a way that keeps you engaged and the ones that are excellent are up there with some of the really good from soft bosses yes and this this is reaching up into that zone for me uh the the king of puppets is huge again he's that sort of gorilla frame almost like the clown but expanded out about five to eight times bigger he's got these enormous long vacuum cleaner tube kind of looking arms uh, and he swings around on them a lot. Yeah, the clown and was just, training you for this. Yeah, the clown <laughs> yeah. was training you for this. Absolutely, it's it's very similar movement, just on a much bigger scale, and just an incredible variety of moves before we even get to the second phase. <laughs> like you know, he'll he'll swing around, he'll slam his hands down, and fan blades split out from the hands and yeah. hit around them. Yes. So if you just barely dodge, you can still get hit. Uh, he's he's got his uh his big suck move where he spins his torso around and has a fan that pulls in air before doing a big air blast. He literally has like a jet engine yeah. built into yeah. his mm-hmm. back. It's incredible. Yeah, uh, like just a gorgeous boss, incredible move set, and he feels like he fits. Like this is he's the king of puppets in like a mocking sense. Like he's the king of puppets in the play. Mm-hmm. That's right. been going on here at the Opera House. He was built and commissioned for this role, but since the frenzy started, he's taken it literally and become the king of the puppets. Mm-hmm. Yes, and even where you're like uh, fighting him okay. is you're in the Opera House. There's like you know tables set up to view and and whatever, mm. and you're just wrecking shop. Uh, yeah, yeah they getting you, smashed. Yeah, everything's <laughs> getting smashed. Things are catching on fire. It just like it's it's so good. It's it's also wild because his phase one actually has a phase two. When you get him down to half Mm -hmm. health, that's when he goes into enrage mode and also Mm. reveals his arsenal of cannons that are all over him. Yeah. 
these these pretty little blue firework cannons that just turn into like a missile swarm. It's incredible. <laughs> it's so so cool. What a great what a great just the first phase is a great boss. Yes. Mm-hmm. Just the first phase is a great boss. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, and then uh, you beat him. <laughs> and you beat him. It turns out he was a Gundam the entire time. <laughs> get, get into the king, Shinji. <laughs> uh, yeah, Th- this is where we find out that uh, poor P definitely has a terrible Terminator skull under there because there's a, there's a thin, blonde, wafy puppet underneath the king's exterior facade. Uh, and as the front of the king gets blown off, this puppet inside also explodes and his face begins to burn away. Uh, and we find out he is Romeo, the king of the puppets. He is the actual king of the puppets. Also, and he um, is sick. Uh, he's also just Raiden from yeah, Metal Raiden. Gear Rising yeah. Revengeance. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, sure he's got uh, those thick boy legs, too. Yeah, yeah, but you switch out the katana for Gammon Scythe from Bloodborne. Yes. Mm-hmm. yes, but better. This, so this is the weapon that I used literally for the rest of the game. It's called <laughs> the Puppet Ripper. It is a big scythe, but the the head has a has a steel wire hidden inside the handle that lets it whip out yep. to a distance of about fifteen feet. So your charged heavy attacks hit this massive cone in front of you and uh one of the one of the fable moves just hits in a full circle around you at that distance like five times it's Whoa. an incredible weapon yeah it's, it's so wild. good and is then that, the then the weapon, uh, i'm guessing yeah yeah <laughs> and then the um the other fable attack is you just raise it up so it's over the enemy's head and pull it down and that is the I have decapitated every mini boss since getting this weapon move. <laughs> Fantastic! That's so good. It's so good. <laughs> it's just incredible. Um, just then, like yes, Romeo. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. like Romeo. Uh, so yeah, it goes from a big, like one of the better big demon style enemy from fights straight into one of the really good humanoid enemy fights. Yep, it's so incredible. <laughs> Yeah, it's pretty. It's pretty wild. <laughs> yeah, he's flipping and flying all over the place. Mm. Um, Please, he's and, pulling and off. He like has a phase Tammy's two move. in his phase two. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Yep. That, this is like a four phase fight because the the puppet king has phase one, then adds missiles for phase two. Romeo has phase one, then adds flaming to his all of his attacks yep. and extends the attack string. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> like. It, and this it's is when wild. the opera house catches on fire, and it's like such a yeah. Good... The whole thing's burning down. Yeah, what a good <laughs> set piece! What a like amazing boss arena! It's it's awesome. Uh, yeah, it's really fantastic too because it feels like it's the end of the game. Uh, like in a weird way, like you realize because you're like either this is the shortest game and I'm gonna be really pissed off, or um, clearly. I have much more to do, uh, but this feels like the end of the game yeah. <laughs> boss fight. Uh, uh, and of course it's not, but it is the halfway boss fight because this is when um, 
you know, outside of the game, uh, this is when the title screen changes, too, after you complete this boss fight. Mm -hmm. Uh, Yeah, it's wild. He's amazing. Once again, he's just Raiden from Metal Gear Solid, uh, but also a Terminator. Well, I guess still Raiden from Metal Gear Solid. Yeah. Um, yeah, his moveset is is wild. He has, um, man, his, his dash attacks, his dash attack animations are so good. It's uh, it's legitimately like amazing that they managed to pull off like big heavy, like bruiser boss fight, and then second phase is. Lilf, Lady Maria. Um, yeah, it, it didn't feel egregious. It didn't feel like it was a slog. It didn't feel like you know they were impossible to learn. It it just mm-hmm. it went it went so well. Like the, the, this fight has was was I don't know why it was so easy for me. I got it in three, um, because <laughs> the the first uh first phase with the wrench has this great fable art called Patient Strike that you can charge three times. Mm-hmm. Um, and while you're charging, you don't stagger. Uh, and when you let it go, if you have the electric blitz, uh, uh, grindstone on, it, it just it one shots the the first phase, uh, wow. which is nuts. Um, at at that point, <sighs> and then in the second phase, uh, if you perfect block, like just enough, like, and that's pretty much how I I fought this guy. Uh, you can break his weapon. Um, yes. Yeah, you can break Romeo's weapon. So after after I broke that, I was just like, "All right, man, it's over for you." And yeah, <laughs> you just crush him. It was it was such a good and satisfying fight that really rewarded. Like again, the clown teaching you how to get through certain things. Like oh, these big heavy puppets, you need to use that blunt weapon and get ready with that. And blah blah blah. Everything just mm. came together at the end of this level, and I'm I just felt like I had mastery over it. It was it's great. I, I love a boss like that. Yep. Yeah. Dave, how'd you take care of this one? <laughs> I'm trying to remember. This only what was this two? Yeah, is this just a two two attempts? Oh. Yeah, I yeah. I I got him to the final phase on the first attempt, and then I think I, I he went on fire, and I just I missed a roll mm. or something and died. Uh, and then wow. the second time, I think this is one of those where I didn't throw everything at him. <laughs> I was using the um, the holy sword because that that does a lot of stagger too. Uh, mm-hmm. And then I just kept kind of kiting him around and hitting him in the side, and then he just died. Yeah, mm. yeah. And then the flamethrower works really well on him, so. I I think I was using that in tandem. Yeah, I thought it was going to be a harder fight. Um, (laughs) So it's good that they this was this this was after the patch. So I'm betting it would have taken me a lot longer um, had it been the original HP pool. Mm -hmm. Yeah, the the first phase in pre-patch has a massive HP pool. Uh, It gets cut down quite a bit by the patch. But well worth it still. Still a fantastic fight. Yes. Uh, 
But yeah, uh, that's the king of the puppets. The coolest. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, for beating him, you get oh gosh, you get his clothes. Like the the, oh, yeah. the king, not Romeo's clothes. You get the king's clothes. Yeah, which is awesome. It's the puppet prince's formal dress, and it is the cutest little like puffed upper legs <laughs> doublet. It was <laughs> the only cape. outfit I ever considered changing into so far from my original yeah. goofy puppet outfit. That's fair. Yeah. Um, you also get someone's necklace. Yes. Uh, a necklace once worn by the King of Puppets. It's engraved with a boy scribbling. To Romeo, your friend, C. The boy resented his father for not showing any interest in him. Perhaps in protest, he gave his graduation necklace to Romeo, friend he admired. Um, which, this is the first thing I read and I went, but puppets don't go to college. <laughs> <laughs> Are puppets people? <laughs> so this is this the the king of the puppets is Romeo, and the C is probably Candlewick, which is the dude that we killed um, on the bridge. In the that in is the absolutely donkey, a possibility. In the donkey um, outfit. Ah, uh, yes. I am looking dead ahead and saying that is absolutely possibly what C stands for. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, but, like, Romeo is a puppet. He shouldn't have someone else's graduation necklace as a gift, because he's a puppet and didn't go to school. Right. Uh, why does the puppet have this addressed to him by name? <laughs> Are puppets people? Hey, where do we find Ergo again? That thing that powers all the puppets? In a rock. Remember the opening? There was just a big, huge yeah. deposit of just, Ergo just a in a rock. rock. Yep. Just yeah. we, haven't found, we haven't found Ergo like growing on human bodies or anything like Definitely that. Definitely not ever. on every grave we've ever seen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and mm. and don't don't even question why car- carcasses are have literally the same teal color as bluish teal color as Ergo. Yep, it's it's fine. It's Everything's fine. blue. It's fine. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Except for uh, Adelina, because once you defeat the King of the Puppets and go find her, return to her room, she's dead. Um, mm. And her locket, uh, yeah. the locket that you find on her, which is, of course, her sister, uh, her, uh, contains a picture of her sister, uh, has mm. a stab wound in it. Oh. <laughs> Did she, like, voodoo destroy no. her sister's voice? <laughs> well, no, I think she. I think uh, she was murdered. After. Oh, right, right. That makes sense. <laughs> I was like, oh, that's how she stole her sister's voice. She stabbed the locket through some kind of kind of. No, she oh, got okay. stabbed. Right. I miss. I must have misread the item. I thought she, <laughs> when you when you opened the locket, had the picture of it. But I thought the picture had like stab marks on it. Uh yeah no the the yeah the mm. pitcher has stab marks on it but I believe I believe that she was stabbed through the locket um yeah and and I'll have an explanation for that a couple of episodes later because I have a pretty solid theory on it <laughs> all right yeah all right that's um, one good thing is the game continually builds mm. upon itself like it yes it, yeah. it's what it's doing. You think it's doing one thing, and then it's really just, like, making a big sandwich. Mm. Yeah. 
Yeah. Um, as like a final thing, because you've beaten a boss, you want to go home and level up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You go. You go back to Hotel Crat. You go to level up, and you look over at the service desk, and Polandina isn't there. <laughs> but he left a note. Yes. He left a little note saying, "Hey, yeah. can we go talk in the courtyard?" Mm-hmm. And you go out there, and Polandina's like, "So." I think I'm a person. Yep. So I, so I, 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 I self-actualized. <laughs> uh, I've self-actualized. I've gained an ego. I've broken through the ergo within me, or whatever. Um, I'm. I love Antonia. Yep. I live. I live to serve her, but also she's just great in general. I'm actually genuinely in love. Can puppets and humans fall in love? Have you ever seen anything like that? And I don't know who would say no for this if they weren't going for the bad ending. <laughs> yeah. Because, <laughs> man. Um, you, so, you obviously, you say, yes, I've seen proof, and give him a wedding ring. Which is, so, <laughs> like, once again, as Dave said, this this will once again build upon itself. If you tell mm. Julian the truth, uh, he doesn't give you the wedding ring. So, you yeah. can't tell Valentina the truth when... Yeah. He asks mm. you uh, mm. about this later. If you tell the truth, sometimes you have to lie later. Right. <laughs> or if you lie, sometimes yeah. sometimes you get to tell the truth later. <laughs> mm. And it's an important truth. It's interesting because there's a few truths in this game where you still gain humanity from telling the truth. Yes. I think this is one of them. Yes. Yeah, there's another one much later in the game. I know for sure there's probably another couple somewhere. But I think it's interesting that the the mechanic is presented as lying makes you more human, but it's not. It's acting human towards other people, including lying when it's not super important, makes you more human. Yes. (laughs) Empathy. Which is really cool. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like lying in this situation would absolutely be the cruelest thing imaginable to do. Oh yeah, it sucked. For lying, <sighs> but if you tell the truth, that's just as important because this is like speaking to a core human feeling. So you also gain humanity. It's re- it's really cool. Yes. Um. <laughs> uh, and you give Paul and Dina the wedding ring. It's like, well, I'm definitely not going to propose to her. Look at me. I'm a puppet. Right. But I'm happy to know that it's possible somewhere in existence. I'll hold on to this feeling. Um, and Paul and Dina becomes a real person. Yes. Which is crazy. Like, not, not physically, but, like, he gets extra dialogue now, and mm-hmm. he has thoughts about things that happen. Yeah. And he gains a full side quest that will start happening later on. Yep. That doesn't happen if you say, no. I believe. <laughs> does he Maybe say something does. at this point that that is why the puppets in Hotel Crot aren't frenzying is because they've become self-aware? Uh, he he has not frenzied because, like, he's heard the King of Puppets call but has chosen to ignore it. Gotcha. Uh, and the the other one in Hotel Crot, Putinea, um, much later on will give a similar reveal of, yeah, no, I'm totally a self-aware person. Yes. Which is why I'm still cool. <laughs> All right. Interesting. If you find a puppet and it's not going nuts, it's probably a person. Yes. Well, <laughs> so... it, it, with one notable exception that we will one get notice- to. 
We'll get to them <laughs> some other time. Yes. Um, All right. Yeah. This is the point where the game really starts digging into like what's going on and what that represents and what it means to be this puppet trying to become human. Yes. And it just goes up from here. Like this game is great the whole way through. Yeah. This is where it really starts hitting story wise. It's been great mechanics wise so far, but like stuff's good. <laughs> it's a <Yeah>. good game. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to keep saying it in a sort of bewilderment because I never expected to get such a good soul style game from someone who was not from. Uh, yes. Right. <laughs> but yeah. Uh, I think that I think that's it. I yeah. think we did it. We did it. We, we solved the about problem. A big old chunk. We, we solved the problem. We we killed the king of puppets. The puppet self actualized. Everything's good. The game's about to close. It's not. The game's not about to close at but all. But the game could have ended here. <laughs> like it would have been a short game, but not a really short game if it mm -hmm. finished at this point. And that was a good final boss. This is like the halfway point. Yep. Yep. It's Castlevania Which... upside down castle time. Yeah. 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 <laughs> it's this, this game is huge. It's incredible. Um, not that huge, but it's huge compared to what I thought it might have been. Again, especially with a short death cycle. Yeah. Uh, seriously. So next week we'll be moving on from uh, Estella Opera House to the. Oh, God, what's it called? My brain just turned off. To the Lorenzini Arcade. Yeah. Yes. Diving deeper into the city of Krat. Hooray. Uh, anyone have any other thoughts on these, this segment, or shall we round things out? I think we're safe to wrap this one up. Yeah, let's wrap it up. Safe to wrap this one up. Uh, you know all our socials by now, because... You're definitely not listening to this Lies of P coverage halfway through the game. <laughs> uh, go find us on Blue Sky if you want to see what we're up to. I very occasionally update it. Um, you can still find us on Twitter because that still exists for some reason. Um, yeah, we're, we're around. Follow the stuff. Yes. Yeah. Play this video game. If you're listening and haven't started playing Liza P, I don't know what's up with you. Go play this game. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's legitimately fantastic. It's yeah, better it's than I, I like I had issues with the demo, as we mentioned before, mm. but like really has kind of like exceeded my expectations for what this game could have possibly been. Yeah. In in a year that was not twenty twenty three this would be like a standout contestant for game of the year with very little to stand up to it. Yes. In the year 2023, for me personally, it's up there with what I've played, like Dead Space Remake, RE4 Remake, Baldur's Gate 3. I'm having just as much or more fun in this than all of those. And a bunch of other great stuff I've played this year. At, it's at the, wild. At the very <laughs> least, I would like to see this game win some like awards for art direction because I think art direction absolutely yeah yeah deserves that much. Yes. Um, <laughs> All yeah. right, folks. Uh, I think we're done. <laughs> yeah. Thanks for listening. Catch <laughs> us it. next episode for more puppetry. Yes. <laughs> bye, bye, folks. Bye, bye. See Monster Dear Monster is brought to you by Fireheart Media. If you enjoyed the show, 
please share this and all of our episodes with friends. And remember to rate and review us on your podcast platform of choice. Word of mouth is the only way we grow. If you like, you can also kick us a few bucks to help us keep the lights on at ko-fi.com slash fireheartmedia. Check out our other show, Jalachan's Place, at www.jalachan.place. Thank you.